0: Welcome back, folks. We're here to talk about the the cult school. You call it a cult school?
1: I call it many things. I don't actually think I've called it cult school in conversation with civilians that much. You call it rehab school, is that right? Drug school, rehab school. Drug school, I think, is good, but it it does leave out kids that didn't do drugs who were there.
0: Yeah, but... The point of the school was to fix kids' drug problems.
1: That was a stated purpose. A, a stated purpose. But they definitely, like, took kids that didn't do drugs. I mean, in the marketing materials, right, it said that they, they were down with that.
0: Yeah, dude, we've been over this. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah that's Why great. are you asking me questions you already, I don't know. both dude, you and the listener know the answer to?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so drug school you feel like still captures the the general ethos. Like, okay, oh, let just me ask. I haven't thought about it that much. Well, dude, that's what we're about on this podcast, obviously. Hopefully not that particular. Well, I'm just trying to keep things interesting while you flip through the yearbook as usual.
0: Well, I mean, I have interesting things in the yearbook. Ooh,
1: I have a, a notebook that is not in front of me, but the act of writing put it in my memory. So I have some stuff I need to say. I am ready. I don't have to say it now, but I just want to make it clear. I may, I may have created the impression that i I didn't have stuff in the chamber, but I'm. Um,
0: yeah, uh, I would say the opening material created that impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's uh, a dick thing to say. I, I'm sorry. I, no, was funny.
1: <laughs> uh, I had a good question for you. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a good question, dude. Um, if if you're interested in thinking, which is a big if, uh, <laughs> uh, what would you feel if a kid? who went to Excel never for drugs was telling people like, yeah, I went to drug school and he called it drug school. Would you be like, come on, buddy? No, you would be like, yeah, drug school. That's where you went. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is true that they went to a school that the, not the plurality, but the majority of the kids were there. Because the main presenting symptoms
0: What was the uh, lady yelling about, dude? She was yelling about drugs.
1: Drugs a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The behavior kids you had to be like acutely acting out a lot of times to get yelled at.
0: And they, which didn't they were bothered to differentiate the messages. Like they were just kind of like like if you were sent there for behavior, they'd be like, Yeah, well, you would have found drugs anyway eventually. So uh anyways, yeah. Listen to this fucking drug message I have.
1: Yeah. 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 I do think that... Uh,
0: so whether or not the kid saying it had done drugs didn't really change. Like, that, that would not change the nature of the school. Right. That's set.
1: Drug rehab by school. By a lot of other things. A drug rehab cold school, I think is a good kind of...
0: You want to hear some senior quotes?
1: Yeah. Wait, wait. Before you do this, I do want to get something out of the way about the yearbook. So for, I want
0: to be a doctor. <laughs>
1: I think I know, or I'm not a senior in that yearbook. Correct. Um, I have senior quotes from my class. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not not printed out. But Where I have, are they? I have PDFs of them.
0: PDFs of them?
1: Yeah. I told you I uh, I spent a morning, and I just like moved the dial on the Wayback Machine and captured every, I think, every page of every iteration of ExcelAcademy.com until it
2: yeah. left.
0: I mean, you know the topic initially came up because i told you that i'd done that i didn't did do it that? as much as exhaustively as you're talking about dude, but
1: i got like 80 pdfs now it's a lot i probably got 15 yeah well dude i got the ones way, that hey, i dude. felt
0: like i needed
1: yeah and i think that's something i would say to anyone listening that went to excel save your shit like, save as much as you can, write yeah, down Yeah, I mean, if story. it's on the
0: Wayback Machine, then it's probably, like, the point of the Wayback Machine is it's the part yeah. of the internet that doesn't go away. We but got, if you can we, save it, why we, not?
1: We got that. Well, it's also, like, how are you going to review it, dude? Get get PDFs organizing. But we had... Our senior quotes were on the website at one point. Okay. Uh, what was your senior quote? It was either quotes, or now that you're asking me it that way, I'm rephrasing. It may have been, like... Goals or something mm-hmm. from the class of two thousand two? Like <laughs> yes, that is the year you graduated, do? dude. It gets fuzzy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I think I, if I had done high school the normal way, I think I would have graduated in two thousand one.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: And then I, because what
0: I was gonna say is like, don't you know your graduating year no, because they up, told dude. you like seven years in a row you're the class of whatever.
1: Yeah, but no, because... But you're uh, saying you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. graduate that
0: year. So and well, I was young for difficult. my class
1: initially, so it was all kind of fuzzy. Like, I was never... I was 20 when I was a freshman in college, though. By that point, it was like people like people would notice... I think like I felt self-conscious telling someone I was 20, being in the freshman dorm situation. But it wasn't that weird. Like, I remember this one dude once was like hey, are you 20? I heard that you were 20. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, I am. Uh, I didn't go to college right away. And he was just like, oh, what did you do? And this is what I told people. I would just be like, I, uh, I was working construction mostly. Because <laughs> like, I was like putting the floorboards down what for like whatever, a lot dude. of the day. Yeah, and, I mean, otherwise I had to be like, well, I was a residential advisor against my will at uh, what, 20 years from now we will tentatively call a drug rehab cold school uh you know before TC turns that conversation off but i wonder if it's just every school troubled teen industry i think is a good nomenclature dude for like the the umbrella
0: still not like uh, common or anything though
1: well it's enough. i think
0: whenever you say that to most people that they're like What's that now?
1: Well, now Queen Paris, you can just be like, you know, like Paris Hilton went to. Yeah. And people know. Although, dude, uh, that's a correction I'll get at. It's not a yearbook. But I think we, you know, I was kind of alluding to little boosies. Uh, I guess the S, you know, is the way you said it. Uh huh. But, uh, you know, sometimes he's acting a fool on social media. But literally right after. He got shot here, though, right? I think that's right. Yeah. I think he's okay, though. I, he th- seems yeah, like I he's okay so. Like lifting weights Dude well he got kicked out Of Planet Fitness <laughs> <laughs> Like That's what I was saying Dude Cause he was saying Wild shit
0: uh, <laughs> Sir you're gonna have to Leave this <laughs> Planet Fitness <laughs>
1: Yeah like A Baton Rouge Planet Fitness <laughs> uh, That rules But like right after Just randomly It's not like I searched Little Boozy mm. uh, I think Oh I think it was like On Instagram fo- I follow the hashtag Breaking code of silence Or whatever Yeah and a little boozy came up because he did a reaction video to Bad Babies kill Dr. Phil. Okay, you know she hates Dr. Phil. Uh, me too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been on a tear against Dr. Phil. I'm aware. Uh, and Boozy was like lending his voice to the charge, dude. Good. He had no idea about the troubled teen industry, dude. Boozy was in jail until he was like 33. I think Boozy was like in like maximum security Louisiana jail and <laughs> bad baby made him make a post being like, these places are fucked up, dude. I had no idea. Like fuck Dr. Phil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that actually speaks to it, dude. That's, I have a lot of respect for bad baby.
0: The other, uh, boozy, uh, way. And enters my life besides the Marshall and Lynch press conference is, uh, uh, one of the guys I worked with would occasionally latch on to some kind of uh thing like that to just, like, check in on the culture.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's good to do that, dude. Nerd no people. Yeah,
0: like, he wouldn't have zero insight into that world. He would have... and then it would kind of drive everyone nuts. Well, it's like, it's like, we know that you don't know about the other 95
1: great biographies are like a window into the greater world. You know what I mean? And nowadays you can kind of get that if you fucking do a a rabbit hole, a deep dive on someone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
1: And then check up on them. I've had people like that online all the time, dude. I'm sure you are that person for some people.
0: That sounds correct.
1: Yeah, dude. You're a node um, person, dude.
0: But so uh, they uh, knew that he was in jail. Bob knew he was, that, that Boosie was in jail and that he was getting out of jail. Like like that day when he woke up or whatever. He, okay. he was aware. Does <laughs> like, he
1: like fuck with his music or he's just like no. watching him, his comings just and goings?
0: Knows that this is a name, knows that he's mm-hmm. in jail, knows that he's getting out today. Yeah. Yeah. And then sees on Instagram that uh, his daughter had posted something. His daughter's like seven. Boozy's you know? daughter. Yeah. Okay. And um, just on the air was like, I think he was talking about the topic. Like he was bringing it up as like, uh, what's been going on today? Well, you know, Boozy's about to get out. Okay. And uh, he's like, here, look, his daughter posted something. And they were like, dude, don't play that. He's like, why not? <laughs> and he's like, there's it's boosy dude there's gonna be cursing in it like we can't play that and he's like it's a fucking eight-year-old dude i'm playing it
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: first word out of her mouth is the n-word
1: oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was great i was about to say you hate to see it but it's not for me to tell her not to say yeah it.
0: no it was, i told y'all ends is, okay. uh what she was just screaming <laughs> and just like saying it real sing-songy like on on repeat it was okay. uh it's, it's up, a great dude. moment and i mean you know like uh I'm happy that her dad, because it's, I told y'all, ends. he's coming home today. He's coming yeah, home dude. today. should be fucking exciting.
1: To me, that speaks to the fact that you've dropped like several F-bombs, you know, just kind of casually talking about it, you know, that, that she was just speaking the way she wanted to. I think that speaks to the, the immediacy, it's the challenges that, uh, like media that has to, who, reg, who makes you, so you can't say that stuff. Is that FCC? Yeah. Yeah. We're not regulated by them though.
0: I think it's uh, questionable whether or not anyone really is regulated by the FCC.
1: <laughs> well, but it does I mean, go on, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm reflexively jumping in, but I want to hear more about this.
0: There was a court case that came down while I was working in radio where the our boss immediately sent us a thing saying, hey... So the court case was questioning whether or not the FCC could levy fine, like basically whether or not they could perform their basic duty of this sort of thing, About whether or not they could levy fines uh, related to content and like mm. stuff being, you know, okay. um, objectionable or whatever. And our boss said, this has nothing to do with you like none of these rulings mean what you think they mean uh you do still have to follow all the rules don't push them keep on doing everything and just just because the boss has said it i know that's not true like bosses lie constantly it's the only way they know how to talk dude so like that's all the information I have for you, but like I just knew when the words are out of his mouth that like no, this means the FCC is normal; they can keep doing whatever they can, they can do. And I was like, all right, so everything's different, and the FCC can't do anything. Got
1: it. We should look into this.
0: So I I think you find that court. I I bet I can find the email. I don't delete any of my emails.
1: Well, for sure, a lawyer advised your boss on how to write that email. Yeah. So that means. The lawyers and talk, that
0: lawyer worked for the parent company, and all that yeah, 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 lawyers yeah. too.
1: So you're getting a kind of a tip of the iceberg. No one in the
0: chain above me is going to shoot me straight. I've been here too well, it's long. It's not to know shooting that.
1: you straight. This is what I would say. That's what the law is. The way those emails flow down and hit the people whom the law affects. That's what the law is. The same way, like the uh, you know, Congress makes a law, the Supreme Court interprets it, and a chief of police tells the fucking shift sergeants what to tell the guys going out on patrol yeah that's what the law actually is is like what that messaging tells you to do. It's interesting to think how it comes. Yeah, so down. I
0: understand where you cut. Co- like it's uh, like telephone. Dude. Obviously, that is true, and that's an interest. Like it's uh, an interesting thing about when trying like to HR understand how it works. But what we're, we're what I'm saying here is that like what I the, the thing that I'm positing is that the FCC does not have the ability to find me for indecency. To so find
1: like, you personally, or like to find anyway. anybody. Well, so I, like
0: it. What like. What I'm, you're saying is proving the- itself true because in this situation, my boss is telling me he doesn't care about whether or not I think that the FCC would, would or would not find me, that he is going to fire me either way. So, like, his understanding of the law is much more directly important to my life than what the actual law is. But, like, the thing that I am positing is that, uh, you know, and yeah, podcasts are not governed by the FCC. I mean, so fuck the you, FCC. The First Amendment matters too much there. Like, the, the yeah, entire dude, thing. I think
1: podcasting is dangerous. And it should be regulated, nah. by the czar of misinformation. And I trust that person to be appointed. I think it'll be good. You convince me of that. I've okay. abandoned my skepticism. <laughs> uh, dude, I think uh, the FCC. I would like to own my own restaurant. Makes sense. I'm
0: doing the senior quotes.
1: I'm with you, dude. But I want dude. I want to close the loop on FCC, dude. Okay no way it is the current law of the land I don't think I think we would have heard about it if it literally is the FCC can't find you like the FCC is still purporting to be able to find I bet and I bet the decision may be called into question their ability to do it but didn't directly say they can't ever do it They just said, in this case, it's questionable, but maybe we don't need to reach that direct question or something like that.
0: I just know if the guy who told me not to do it tells me not to do something, that means that I can do it and should.
1: Well, it definitely doesn't mean that if it's the context of working for a radio station, because like you said, the guy will just fire you. But I think what he's saying is- Did he though? Despite this decision has not changed my calculus, which is I will fire you. And I'm sending this email to remind you that this decision doesn't mean what the the, the the hotheads might think it means. You know? that's But that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's a behavioral negotiation. Like, when the NLRB said employee handbooks could only go a certain way, nobody sent out emails being like, to my knowledge, like being like, none of these decisions change anything. The emails were like, Hey, everybody, the NLRB is, as a reminder, it's a Democratic administration now. Their thing is rules, so we're going to have to redo everything. Like, and everyone was like, okay. And then, like, it was to me, that's like the NLRB had more power to make HR departments do little ticky tack changes. But if the NLRB had been like, and we're fining you. If you don't update your handbooks everyone would have been like unquestionably you do not have the authority to do that it's laughable the the person at the NLRB that said that would be like kicked out of the office immediately you know what I'm saying like that's a clear-cut this agency can't do it the FCC historically has been doing it I'm pretty sure like they I remember they find like Janet Jackson and stuff I remember hearing about that
0: largest fine in FCC (laughs) history
1: yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of precedent and I think there's like, you know, probably the federalist society types of whoever was on the bench writing the decision through shots or like limited it in some way, but definitely the in-house counsels after talking to their very well-paid outside counsels, all of whom in FCC law are like 25 lawyers in the whole country. Uh, and they're like, like they're all in a revolving door at like the same three firms. And so it's like all just an agreement that everybody kind of just tells each other, like, this is how it works. It seems like to me, like, as an outside.
0: I mean, I think what you're saying to some extent is that that's how all law works is like, you know, people's understandings do play a large role. What yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you is that my understanding is those motherfuckers cannot get me.
1: Well, dude, I think you might be on to more than. I'm giving you credit for initially because what I'm saying is like with the EEOC or the NLRB, it's like... The he, law
0: is what the law means to you in your heart.
1: Definitely not true with <laughs> respect to the like MCC shit, dude. But it's like... Also, like, weren't they like out a... They couldn't make decisions for a long time because they couldn't get an appointee? I can't remember. Or did they do net neutrality? Know. Yeah. I thought it was... That there was something with that. Like Obama couldn't that. get his appointee. It was in Obama. Yeah, yeah, that's what, what I'm, I'm talking saying. about. Because the the Republican well, Congress was, was oh, blocking okay, okay, all okay. Of the Obama yeah, appointees. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I want to help other people however I can.
1: I love that. That was my quote was along those lines. Okay. Basically, it's it involves helping other people. I'm I going to put a Hallmark
0: way. out of business with skid mark cards.
1: For real? Someone said that in the yearbook? Yeah, Let me dude. see here.
0: <laughs> it fucking rocks.
1: What the heck, dude? Is a,
0: it was one oh of the yearbook gosh. people.
1: That's funny, dude. So that's
0: how they could get it in.
1: That's funny, dude.
0: You knew, you knew that must be how it worked.
1: Dude, that's part of the power of the press, dude, is putting in little jokes. When I was in middle school, I was on the news, the school newspaper staff one year, and uh, no one took notes at the school assembly about the songs that the kids sang, and we had to write about like what the third graders sang. And I was just like, "Just let's make up you know what the bands were." So we were like, "The kids sang songs from Green Day and Tool <laughs> <laughs> and printed it. Dude, it felt so cool. Uh, dude, I wanted to say uh, we were maybe a you know, we're all about being candid on this podcast, but last week, you know, I think in in talking conceptually. Did you lie
0: about something last week?
1: Definitely not, dude. I just want to clarify something. Okay. Although it's always possible that we're always telling lies, first and foremost, to ourselves. I think we should we should say that before every episode, the way Canadians, like, said, you know, we stole this country. Do they? I think that's my impression from online. It's like every Canadian, uh, like, public event, you know, uh... They start off by being like, we just want to take a moment to. Respect. So are they giving it back? <laughs> well, I think it does kind of beg that question, dude. Yeah. I don't know it's what it is. Uh,
0: it's <laughs> the least I could do. Like, yes, it was.
1: Yeah, it's like that's not even fundamentally different from what the people who killed the Indians would do, probably. Yeah. They would probably before they were sitting down let's in their our like, heads. settlement homes, they were like, let's just yeah. remember how fucking sick it is that we took this land. Yeah. Like it's like literally the same act. But like you said, it's what's in your heart, I guess. <laughs> so I think they're being like penitent. But I don't know how much it's reflected in other behavior. What's that other gonna than do that. for the Indians? I don't know. I'm not Indian, dude. I mean, I kind of I've thought about it. but, like, it's better than nothing. Like I would be like,
0: it's it's the same.
1: I know, dude. Well, I've been watching all the Sopranos, and they have all these episodes about like how it's yeah. ludicrous to compare the plight. Like it's just like they had a hard time. So yeah, uh, they dude. I've talked about how if I like lived in Iraq or whatever, as much as I was ride or die, I was basically whatever the Excel yearbook says, that's how I felt about the Iraq war at the time. It's I, just a reprinting of George I'm Bush's I'm sorry speech. that I love freedom and still do, but I definitely feel like if I was living in a place where soldiers from the foreign empire were just running through here, like tonight, they just might run through here and fuck us up, like... That, I would get fucking, I would go nuts, dude. I would go Alex Jones. Uh, I don't know how we got started talking about this.
0: I found out that they have both uh, uh, the Village People performances pictures in here.
1: By both, what do you mean? I, I know there are multiple pictures. The YMCA and in the Navy. Oh, that's what's up, dude. Because you can tell by what's written on the asses.
2: Well,
0: I mean, in one of them, you're all dressed as sailors, and the other one's only one person's a sailor.
1: Oh okay. One of the pictures it actually says in the navy on someone's, you know, back embroidery. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, for oh, you and then and then over here you have the just the YMCA. classic boys dude.
1: Yeah. Uh these are definitely different people, I think.
0: I mean, probably some changes.
1: So we were all wearing navy costumes, dude. Dude, I was thinking when I was watching. Every time and the I watched, one
0: guy had in on his ass.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The other guy
0: had the, and then you had N A V Y. Yeah, it six people.
1: Which is interesting. we were just talking about manufacturing memories, and as I was picturing what you were saying before you handed me this, uh huh. I thought someone had this font all saying in the navy on basically one guy's fucking butt, dude
0: but I have I have pictures.
1: Uh, exactly, dude, my photographic brain memory was wrong. Yeah. He like pushed in an image into my head and I was like that's what's on that's what TC's looking at. I remember. I was for sure positive that's what it was. It's interesting.
0: Yet here we are.
1: Dude, anytime we think something life life just pops back up.
0: So I want to be us. clear uh, that uh, I you know, I don't know. I I guess I can uh, we can explore all the angles of this further once I uh, talk about it. But um, one of the senior quotes is from a girl uh, saying that she wanted to be a news anchor. And um, in fact, she became a stripper. Okay. So that's cool. What? Like just me with that knowledge in my head, like reading the news anchor thing and be like, coworkers also probably wanted to be news anchors, you know, like, (laughs)
1: i mean just a bunch
0: of potential news anchors working around here
1: this is what i would say first of all i hope she's listening is she still a stripper do you know
0: i have not uh seen her on social media in quite some time
1: okay well i would say you know do what you gotta do
0: i mean i would say i've met news anchors and i've met strippers and i know which group i think is cooler
1: Yeah, definitely, dude. Well, I don't want to disrespect any news anchors that may be listening, (laughs) but I knew girls at Trinity who became news anchors and like several of them, like not like big time ones, but like South Dakota. Yeah, exactly. Like their local place. I think one girl was in Corpus. One girl was in someplace in Oklahoma or the Panhandle. I bet it'd be
0: tight to be a news anchor in Corpus.
1: That one actually see I that's why I'm being a little bit measured. I don't want to shit on her. She's like eh, you know,
0: that'd be a good time.
1: So I knew her because we took an ethics class together, uh-huh, and we worked on a group project together. uh-huh and I will say, I'm not weeping for the lost potential, knowing that she's a news anchor in corpus <laughs> like i don't think either of us really not feel like a, feel b- like a compliment yeah uh no, <laughs> no dude i'm the master of that i'm realizing that on this podcast uh-huh a lot of it <laughs> didn't feel like a compliment <laughs> uh no she's cool man i mean that's what i'm saying she's like a, a nice lady uh,
2: yeah,
1: no, and the, the, the but, lady, the woman I, who... She's uh, not the th- same as a stripper. I was about to be like, it's the same energy, but it's <coughs> not really the same energy. You know, but what I'm saying is strippers are fucking cool, dude. Like, I That's I mean, also what I'm saying. Actually, what I'm going to say is, dude, I've spent some time in some strip clubs, dude. And there's t- sometimes where it's like, uh, you know how in Atlanta, uh, the show, like they go to the strip club and the girl is like, Give me some money. This girl's new. I feel so bad for her. Like, yeah. I want to go give her some money. And I, she walks away, and the guy's like, damn, that's her whole hustle is, like, looking new. Like, she's been here five years or, like, whatever. Yeah. So you never fully know, which I think is part of the mystique of, you know, the strip club. But... Well, like, who cares? Well, I care, dude. I mean, I'm just saying... No, but like, she
0: liked that experience. Like, why... Like, it's not like she stripper? didn't have it. No, the woman giving her the money because she's like... People enjoy feeling like they're a good person who watches out for other people, yeah and, and this like girl's she getting paid extended and that feeling to her. really, yeah. the only person whose actions I'm here to criticize is the guy that uh, ran his mouth about this uh, thing she's running.
1: I mean it, it was an interesting moment in the show, but yeah, yeah yeah no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that scenario. that's what I'm saying, so I don't want to like be I always feel like I'm worried about being like an early 2010s Drake vibe when talking about strippers by being like deep down i know they're good girls (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like i don't want to be like that but i also like don't want to be like fully like every woman should aspire to be a sex worker and you know what i mean like i think it's like obviously we're a very pro-sex worker podcast and yeah, no, I,
2: I,
0: I think that, uh, you know, I hope she had a great time uh, on that. And I think that the, this uh, lady is, is a, a really cool lady who, you know, that's what I'm saying. Even if you didn't become
1: a news anchor, like
0: was a nice person who, you know,
1: if you liked being a stripper sick, if being a stripper is like you didn't want to be one. I'm sorry, like you know that yeah, like meme yeah. where it's like, not reading all that, but I I'm sorry that happened, or I'm happy for you. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of how I feel when I find someone yeah. who's a stripper. I'm like, that's awesome. More, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like well, however you sorry. feel about yeah. it. I'll try to be supportive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I do not want to automatically assume that, like, oh, I'm sorry that, ha- yeah, like yeah, that's exactly that's
1: kind of insulting.
0: But like, you know, obviously for some people it's not their
1: first choice. Uh, definitely, and people so, leave it for reasons too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, but I don't want to be like, you know, like, but I mean,
0: you know, I I'd like to think that it's some people's <laughs> first choice. I don't know. You yeah, but then you're situation. like, why?
1: <clears throat> you know, why is that? Because. It's uh an odd it's a choice that is at odds in our society which I think like brings up the tension of like with any kind of sexual or I mean like it's performing boundary dude conduct. like why
0: would it be your first choice like there's people that like uh their big thing is like community theater and like they just go dude, from place to place you. dude and like that when no one, no one says that they should be fucking
1: Did I tell you about the last time to I was in? About it? The last time I was in the strip club before covid? No. Uh I was in New Orleans and uh I went during the day to scope it out for a potential bachelor party nighttime activity, dude. <laughs> and to negotiate a deal if possible. I was just scouting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Which is I was, such a weird. View- for- the strippers responded like to that energy, dude, cuz yeah. it was like daytime shift. And so me and like two of my friends, dude, we went and prayed in that cathedral uh, in the park in God, New Orleans.
0: Please help us. <laughs> yeah, we were like, all oh, right, let's go.
1: We're gonna prospect because that was also when I was first messing with music, and my whole thing was like, dude, if, you should always ask yourself, does this song go in a strip club scenario?
2: Mm-hmm. Like that's
1: a good rule of thumb. Uh, but it actually turns out, I'm not sure that's the kind of music I'm making, but so I was, you know, so we go in the strip club and they're like, hey, guys, you know, it's pretty dead. And I was just like, how you doing, sweetheart? You know, hey, you know, don't want to waste your time. I know you're working. We're going to give you a nice tip, but uh, just the cranberry juice, you know, for us. I, we're We're not really here for that. We're just seeing what the vibe is right now. And because it was so dead and I think because we were not like all over the strippers, they were like, loving it so that like this one just like pulled up a chair and was like telling us all about her name was alita uh
0: i think it was probably because she genuinely liked you
1: i think no exactly dude that's what i'm saying dude uh her <laughs> name was mean? dude i condescended to her just like we're talking about too i was very drake mode dude i was like uh her name was alita and in my head i was like like the james cameron you know, production, Alita, Battle Angel, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, no way, this stripper knows about Alita, Battle Angel, and so I was just like, oh, is that right? And she was like, it's actually from this this manga that be, it recently became a movie. Uh You know, it's pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, I I was like, is that Alita, Battle Angel? You know. And so I actually, I know you're making fun of me saying, I think this chipper actually liked you, but Good. we didn't tip her, dude. Like, and then. because well, it doesn't seem nice. Well, I'm saying, I told her, I was like, We've, we're not going to get a lap dance. We'll leave a tip. Like, do y'all share I always ask tipped employees, like, <laughs> how do you share tips? You know, cause I spend so much time doing something like that. So what I'm saying is like, uh, so in New Orleans, this was new to me, but. At least before COVID, dude, you could openly smoke weed in New Orleans. It was nuts. Like, you could just walk up and down Bourbon Street smoking weed. You couldn't, like, openly in, like, a restaurant or a sparsely populated bar. I don't think you could just light up weed. But, like, on a Saturday night, like, at, a, like, a hop-in party bar, I was, like, rolling blunts and smoking them on, like, one of those balconies. Like, in a, it was, like, it's a very free-for-all place with weed now which was new from the last time i went there and these girls were pulling fucking radio flyers with like ziplocs of like 10 pre-rolls hell yeah and they're just going up and down bourbon street and you could like sounds like a world i, I like to live in it, well it was kind of like the weed wasn't great but it was no way i know but i like bartered with them because they were definitely like charging we're going up and down bourbon street prices like two hundred dollars yeah. for 10 pre-rolls or something and i was like come on I, I don't remember what i paid but i was like i'm gonna buy a lot of those but you're gonna have to come way down because i got a house of 25 dudes because like we just ripped through an ounce like the first night like uh so anyway we were smoking weed outside the like store- you want
0: to bet whether or not the uh <coughs> weed store that's on the vegas strip is
1: a good one it's got to be bad right it's terrible i didn't even know there was a store on the vegas strip is I mean it's like you know like the north new? part.
0: I, it was always like an It's Uber always a question to me there. whether at what point Las Vegas Boulevard ceases to be the strip.
1: Like it's not walkable if you're staying on the strip, right?
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean if you're like at one Maybe of the northernmost there, it properties. It was like a hot.
1: It was a hot time of the year too. <laughs> yeah. The last time I had tried to do it. Uh Oh, dude, I just want to uh it's by
0: the Walgreens where I saw a homeless man peeing out in public.
1: I think I that is the one I went to. <laughs> dude, like it was via Walgreens. Although, oh, like, dude, every corner it seems like in Las Vegas has a Walgreens. It's probably true of every city, but for some yeah. reason, I I have a lot of reasons. I end up in Walgreens a lot in Vegas. I think just that lifestyle.
0: I mean, they got that big one.
1: The one on the Strip. Yeah. By the Palazzo.
0: I'm thinking of. I think it's planted Hollywood. It's in planted Hollywood. Like, it's a storefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, on the Strip. But I think that the casino that surrounds it is, in fact, I am now sure. What else is by it? Uh, I mean, it's across the street from Cosmo. It's like that the Skywalk to Cosmo. Okay. The Skywalk's on the second story. I think story there's probably Walgreens multiple
1: the huge story. Walgreens on the on I the would strip. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I'm thinking of a pretty, like, the biggest one I've ever fucking seen, dude. It's like two stories.
0: I don't know that it's that big. The one I'm thinking of of is
1: huge. It might be a CVS. Like it's
0: prominent. This isn't important.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I agree, dude. Um, dude, dude, I'm mostly out of quotes. Dude, I I want to close the loop on the fucking stripper thing. So we were smoking weed outside the club. There's like a back porch. And she came out on her cigarette break. And in that time, a group of fucking uh, like a woman's club. You know, like the Freemasons? Mm-hmm. They weren't that, but they were like a woman's club from Oklahoma, dude. They I all found out about the Freemasons
0: at Excel and was like low-key obsessed. Like, what oh, do really? they know? Interesting. Uh, and then uh, I met a guy who was one and like. It's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, they let <laughs> yeah. you in? Yeah, yeah <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't know. He's fine. I, I mean, no offense to him, but it, whenever I thought secret society, he's not who I popped into my
1: head. Definitely, dude. <laughs> I fully agree. Dude, when I was a kid, this is excel related too oddly and and mason related there was a kid in my neighborhood who uh was a couple of years below me. He was the most talented child actor like in in the the neighborhood like in, okay a, of the whole school and everything he like got the leads in all the school plays as like being in the youngest grade uh but he ended up he should have gone to excel dude. He ended up like going to jail for armed robbery. Oh, uh, like I think when we were in our late teens um, or maybe I was in my twenties, he was in his late, late teens. Um, but uh, so he lived on my block and uh, he had like a bunch of older brothers and I guess they all went to college or something. I don't know. Maybe he, he like was lonely. I don't know. He started like hanging out with my friends when I got sent to Excel Mm-hmm. I think because he started high school during that time. And so I guess he would see them at the same parties. Mm-hmm. And he told all of my friends, because none of my friends, like uh, by the time I was in high school, I wasn't like close, close friends with anybody who lived on my block. Okay, Like there was one guy I would see at the same parties, but we weren't like tight, tight like that. So it was like mildly believable to them when this kid was was telling them So he was telling them the whole time I was at Excel, he was lying to them and telling them that he and I were writing letters to each other. Dude, that (laughs) rule Isn't that the weirdest thing you've ever heard? Yeah. I've never spoken to this kid since I went to Excel. Yeah. Like I just got back and my friends were like, were you fucking sending letters to this kid and not me? Like what? I was like, no, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to send letters to anybody, dude. Like, they're like, I see. I didn't think so, but I wasn't sure. I mean, he did like, say it
0: over and over. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I know
1: you guys like, cause I, he was like my first friend when I moved to Cranberry. Uh, that was actually, he and his older brothers taught me about hot 97. Cause I was like a oh. kid who only listened to oldies. Cause that's what my parents listened to. Uh-huh. And we I went to their house after school and I like wanted to watch Mork and Mindy at Nick and Knight and like listen to the oldie station. And they were like And they were willing to be friends with you. Dude, they fucking schooled me so fast. It was a one-day schooling. They were like, they called me the word, we're not allowed to call each other anymore. Uh-huh. And they were like, just shut shut up, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, this is saved by the bell and the chronic just came out dude we're listening to hot 97 (laughs) you know it was sick dude i like became cool that day uh so no
0: i think there was a kid he certainly didn't tell people that uh i was writing him letters or anything but just was kind of like you know it'd be like uh you know it's just crazy to think that i was the last one to see him
1: (laughs) that's funny i wonder
0: what role i must have played
1: (laughs) that's funny dude oh man it's funny how I like teenagers' minds. I guess my mind still does that, dude. Like everything. I'm like, yeah. how is this about me?
0: So are you in any contact with anyone that you knew from New Jersey now?
1: Yeah. I'm uh, Instagram connected with a couple of guys. Okay. Uh, so we've hit, you know. We are they
0: still t- in New Jersey?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still in Cranberry. Okay. Uh, or one of them. I think he's now, he spent some time not in Cranberry, but he's there now. Like he's got a fucking kid and shit. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've exchanged DMS, uh, it was funny. Actually, the last time I saw him, he picked me up, I think from the train station after i had spent a night out in New York city with kids from Excel mm. and I reeked of alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember cause I was going back, I think to my parents' house and I, uh, Who was
0: there? Will you just name all their names? No, <laughs> oh, okay. no, never
1: really not. Uh, But I was like, I remember taking my shirt off in his car and being like, "Let's let me roll the window up and just kind of like <coughs> put, put this in the the you know the crack mm-hmm. to air it out because it was like that was right when you stopped being allowed to smoke cigarettes inside in New York City, mm-hmm. but it was like some of the kids were testing that rule, dude. Because yeah. it was like you could still, you got told no like 10 times before they would kick you out because it was that new.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: so that was pretty tight. Um, yeah, it was fun. But anyway, so in the DM, he was like, well, this is kind of weird, but the last time I saw you, you were like taking your shirt off in my car for some reason. And, uh, you know, I think we were supposed to get together a couple of days after that. I haven't heard from you. So this this feels about right like how you been (laughs) yeah i was like yeah what's up man (laughs) how how you doing that's cool Uh, so yeah so i'm going slow the thing is like when i go up there i'm always at my parents house and it's like there's no quicker route to making them anxious than to be like i'm gonna go see the people i used to hang out with
0: uh like they think that they're gonna be a bad influence
1: I don't think they're, like, literally thinking they're going to be a bad influence. Do they know you're 40? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Well, I haven't done this in, like like I said, like, probably 2005. Okay. Uh, And even then, like, I I wasn't flaunting that I was going and hanging out with, like, what Excel would call my old friends. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like my parents went to a a ton of, like, packet meetings about old friends and stuff. Yeah. But I think... um,
2: <coughs> I mean,
0: they had reasons to send you there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think and they, it, they it's probably
0: like, every parent assumes that it's the friends.
1: No, I well, I think it's like maybe a little more automatic. I th- there's an aspect of that, but I think it's like because I've been thinking, you know, especially talking to you it's so like, much. No, nah,
0: dude, they their parents should keep them away from me. Like,
1: well, I'm not going to influence <laughs> anybody to do anything bad. Although sometimes I do. I people do things they otherwise wouldn't have done. <laughs> like, uh, but as we're, a, a pre-excel
0: person, like, I got the
1: sense in the law firm world a lot of times that just a regular night out with me was like the wildest night out the person had had that year. Yeah, like routinely, I remember thinking like, this guy is having the time of his life, dude. <laughs> seems, we're yeah. just like staying out, like that's it. Like yeah. you know, we're getting slightly drunk, dude. You know, and it's like. This dude is acting like we're fucking having super bad, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, which kind of I appreciated the energy, dude. Yeah, like, no, I'd, I'd, I'd go for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that dude. sounds fun. Just Call like, up one ah. of those dudes. Like, no, I just mean like, as in the uh, like before I got sent away, like uh, kids were doing drugs because I was like, "Hey, dude, drugs. <laughs> you should, I've been trying these. Like, fucking check this out.
1: See, I feel like uh, so." My friends from Cranberry, I was the first one to smoke pot. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't pressure them to smoke pot. I smoked I, mean, I don't pot think I put my, on the
0: full court press, but I was like, it's tight. You like, should try it.
1: I had new drug friends and then my old friends. I, I would be like, I like it, dude, but I don't want to pressure you. That, that was like my thing. So I, a lot of my friends. No, I mean,
0: that story that I told at the beginning about uh, the you know, kid in class and all that shit like that was no one else had had anything like my friends more like they did smoke after that but like yeah. it was it was because like i was like yo, yeah, i tried this with this guy let's see if let's see if we can go buy some
1: see i yeah i never i i was like cautious to, and weird about not getting people into drugs even before excel i don't know why i was wildly weird about it after Excel. I like freaked a girl out, I think at, at Trinity once, dude. Her little sister was visiting from from high school and mm-hmm. uh we were smoking weed in her dorm room mm-hmm. and then I had like an extra pipe and her little sister wanted to buy it from me for like twenty bucks or something. Or I had just bought them that night and got an extra couple and I like I was like, I have to think about that. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I thought about it, no. You shouldn't be smoking pot. You're too young. Like, I was like weird about that. That is weird. I think that was an Excel tick. Uh, Yeah. Because that was post Excel. Yeah. But uh, I didn't like, so I like my cranberry friends are not like I did all kinds of drugs with them friends, but it was like we were wild boys together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then my impression is when I left, they went insane. Not because. But just, like, I left, and then as they got older and more into the scene, like, I remember coming back, and just it, it hit me. I was like, you guys were way wilder than I yeah. ever got. But I behave. I was a behavior kid, I think, where, like, drugs seemed like the big problem, but the the deeper issue was, like, wiring. Yeah. Uh, and, like, managing that. But uh, I remember, like, one of my close friends was like, he's probably he, – So let's talk about that.
0: Finish the story, but let's talk about that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, he was just like, well, dude, when I fucking saw so-and-so smoking crack out of a light bulb, that's when I was like, I got to make some changes. I got a kid on the way. (laughs) I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, And I got sent to Excel, dude. Yeah, I I never smoked crack out of a light bulb. I was smoking crack, dude. (laughs) God damn, out of light bulbs, of all things. But yeah. So wait, what were you saying? You want to talk about my behavior issues?
0: (laughs) Well, just, uh, you know, I mean, like um, one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast and like feel like this is the time, I don't know how this is going to sound. I don't know how much it's showing up on the tape. I, I feel like I'm weird, congested, and it's making my voice funny, and I apologize.
1: I mean, you're the one with the trademark timbre. So yeah, right. I don't want to judge your evaluation. This does instrument, not feel
0: radio ready to me.
1: But I think it sounds, I haven't noticed, if you weren't saying it, I wouldn't have noticed it, I don't think.
0: Um, but yeah, so, you know, one of the reasons why I felt ready to do this was, uh, you know, last year I um, did some amount of therapy. Uh-huh. I, I did uh, EMDR. It was right, tight. Right, right, I
1: recommend it. Yeah. Do you know what that stands for? You want to tell the listener?
0: Uh, it does, but it, I found it misleading and confusing because it didn't. We didn't do anything having to do with my eyes. Okay, it's eye movement.
1: Yeah, I'm. i not quizzing you. I, I
0: directed no- remembering. I don't know. Okay, okay. Don't know.
1: See, that's I. I fade out after eye movement myself. Okay, good. good, good,
0: good. <laughs> and I mean, like, the, it wasn't anything about my eye movement. It was like that the lady would give me prompts. Uh, she had like a. Basically just and I, I had a friend who was doing it at the same time who like had a different person that did it differently. Okay. So I think that it's a, a wide umbrella.
1: I think there's a lot of people who say they do it, but they're they it's a tool in their toolbox, but they don't always do it like the direct classical way. That's my impression.
0: Yeah. Just I mean, from talking to people. Yeah, I don't know. I like what I assume the direct classical way is. So I, I don't know enough about it to know what the direct I, classical way is.
1: I think it's like what I've always read is like it involves it's either like it's just distracting so it lets more stuff come out or it has something to do with fucking with the connections in your brain so it does make synapses wired different or like fire differently but it's like they'll dump to put your you know the youtube viewer may eventually see like a finger or like a thing in front of your eyes and make it go back and forth because and it's like Sometimes they incorporate it. I've been get reading about tapping lately, like tapping therapies. Yeah. You know, see like my friend like did the tapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like
0: And the lady called that EMDR.
1: Yeah, exactly that's what I'm saying. I think they're yeah. like related theories depending on the practitioner. Yeah. The tapping is fucking sick at times. Like for the listener, just like crossing your arms, like you're is this Black Panther move? Uh, yeah. No. Is it like I think <clears throat>
0: like the movie? Yeah. Something like that. I think
1: yeah. So. It's like also like it, it, or just resting your hands like that and like breathing can be very helpful if you find yourself like getting worked up that's one of my behavioral management strategies for myself nice. <laughs> yeah
0: um but yeah so uh you know i i That's found life
1: skills baby sorry
0: what uh what she was doing was just uh like i would hold a thing in each hand it was basically just okay. like a piece of plastic with a motor in it and like one would vibrate, and then the other would vibrate. Like it's funny, back like if forth.
1: Scientologists did, did that, we would make fun of them. But yeah. it's like, whatever works, dude, if it gets you talking about your stuff and helps you.
0: Yeah, and I, you I don't, you know, I mean, like,
1: dude, I, I would, I would assume they're getting that. at as
0: much as Scientology is. Like, I don't think that Scientologists are getting at nothing. I don't, I don't think I'm that totally Zenoo yeah, yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is real. But uh, I think that they must have techniques that uh, stimulate certain responses from people. Like
1: I think the master gets at that so well. And yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at with Excel. I think part of its, its tragedy was despite all of the fucking fucked up shit, there was a time when they were doing more good than they were. I'm not saying more good than bad. But the amount of good reduced, in my opinion, and that is a shame.
2: Because
1: mm. uh, I think they got it some stuff at times. Like the Jesus prayer is good at times, to know. The serenity prayer is good to know. Our Father's good to know. For me. I mean, they've helped me. The concept of acceptance, the concept of gratitude, all of those things were like new to me somehow. Like, I guess maybe people explained them, but... I ugh.
0: disagree with the idea that they stopped any of those things. Like, we did those prayers three times a day.
1: That's good, dude. But it's like, did you have 15-minute meditation time every morning? Because that's fucking insane. Like... You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe I just need to mythologize my own life. So I have to, like, impose it on an archetypal, Let's
0: not act like it's true, though. Fall from
1: Eden story. It is in my experience, dude. I have, like, narrative markers where it, like, seemed to get better, got worse. Um, I mean, one of them is so serious that I I don't want to get into it right now. What is it? I really... You know what I'm talking about, but it's, like, where I think, like... Jamie fully knew that she was unleashing something into the world that she didn't have to if she could have put her ego aside. i It's hard to explain without getting into it. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like I I'm eventually guess, I'm fucking sure. going off with all this stuff, dude. But I can't.
0: If it's what I'm thinking about, I i don't believe you. But uh, What do you mean? What do you mean you don't believe me? That you'll go off about it.
1: I mean, I got more stuff in the works, dude. I meant to talk to you about it, but... We can't talk about it right now. <laughs> I got some stuff. I need a reality check on some stuff. Is there uh, any
0: part of the podcast you don't want to be cryptic?
1: I know, right? This is very cryptic, but dude, trust me. If if I fucking pull it off, dude, I mean, okay, this will this will be this segment will pay dividends.
0: Um, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, so wait,
1: go- you think Excel got better over time because like they stopped with the holes and stuff? You did say that you think it was like a better place to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's I mean, good. I don't I, I don't think that uh, you could I tell any narrative about it that simple that would be true. I don't think that it got better. I don't think it got worse. I think some parts are better. Some parts are worse. On average, it was more or less difficult to be there, but that's not really the same thing. You're talking about the ways in which it was benefiting people. I'm talking about the ways in which it wasn't actively harming them. Those are two different categories.
1: Yeah, I guess. I then think about, like, kids who, where it's, like, if you tell people you're going to help them and then you take their money and take them in and then you don't help them, you've kind of hurt them. Like, where it's, like, because, you know, you think you list off, like, 55 dead kids or, you know, however many there are. And then I do, like, in my brain, for sure, if ever there's lawsuits about it, Aspen and Excel's lawyers will be, like, these were high-risk kids they all would have died anyway. Or you can't prove that they wouldn't have. And to me, that's bullshit because it's like, well, none of us were fucking running rehab schools. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ran a fucking cancer clinic and your defense is like, you can't prove, well, they had we, we, cancer can't prove we made the cancer worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you said you were going to make it better, dude. We would have put them somewhere else. Yeah. like and you, Like, maybe they would have done better. Putting aside, you probably did make them worse, dude. Like, so I get, like, mixed up about i don't know i feel like you have to attempt to calculus because otherwise you have no way of being like did the border get better when trump left or like did fucking auschwitz get better i'm not saying there's no way to measure it i'm saying that like uh,
0: sometimes it got a lot better sometimes it got a lot worse and like like if you told any narrative like if if you said you know like uh during my four years there did it get better or worse like
1: it depends on the fucking week. You know what else I, I think is relevant, like in principle? So, any
0: If I answer that question, if I pick either option, I am well, I think you uh, get being, being point, unclear dude. to the point of lying.
1: Well, I think you get at a good point, dude, because it was always like rooted in darkness or like in, I mean, I know you didn't want to get theological this episode, but there's like, there was evil afoot because it's like, Jamie, I think evil is another way of saying like you're disconnected from your higher self which is another way of saying you're disconnected from God. And they were like purporting to make kids better, but they were working out their own issues and lying to themselves. Like, and kids were getting hurt behind that. And I think there's something to be said, dude, there's, uh, there's a really good short story. I recommend it to you and everybody. It's by Ursula Le Guin, it's very short. And it's called The Ones Who, Who Walk Away from Omelas. And uh, basically it's like there's a society, it's like a perfect society but there's like in the middle of it there's like a building with a basement and there's like one one child who is like gets fucked up for some reason and it like has to happen for the rest of the perfect society like to go on and it's like the people the ones who walk away are the people like eventually they're just like I can't fucking live here like I don't want to be a part of it I feel like I feel that with Excel like even if like there was good stuff happening i mean maybe i'm going the opposite direction of what i said earlier but i think it's like i don't know it gets better it gets worse it was always fucked up like as soon as you were like it got better i was like yeah i probably let it exist longer you know what i mean and then it's like i guess am i rooting for it to have been worse then i don't that's not that doesn't feel right you know i don't know it's a tangle dude it's hard to think about
0: yeah, no, I mean the the question of uh <coughs> you know I don't know like I'm trying to imagine what what I would say if I was trying to argue that like it wasn't evil, right? Yeah. Um and I I think that what I would have to say and I in the end I just don't know that I feel this way. Um I think what I'd have to say is that like that they were trying in their hearts to make these kids lives better like if 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 you have that intent and like you know it's a complicated situation it's like it gets fucked up along the way then like it's still a place where like people are trying to aim for that but like in looking back at the sweep of it i have a hard time feeling confident that that was their aim like thank you they made a lot of money they did a m- middling amount of helping kids mm-hmm. that to me you say the evidence points towards they cared about one of those things more than the other
1: yeah i think they definitely at times did care they definitely often told themselves and always told at us at all times that there, there were did. kids
0: that they did have a connection to that they were invested in dude like even with you and to me some extent sure like that that they were really proud, like that—that that it seemed like you were going places. Yeah, and dude. In a way that, like you've alluded to, like you felt like y- you knew that they knew that they felt that here is a good thing I've done. Like whenever you were talking about how you went to Texas Law School uh-huh. because you couldn't countenance other people being like, "You see me? You see what I did? I put a yeah, kid yeah, in yeah, Ivy yeah. League Law School."
1: Yeah. Like Which, Texas is a good law school, better than Ivy League anyway. In that's my that's but nodding yeah, at yeah, the yeah, idea
0: yeah, yeah. of like that you that you know Yeah, I just
1: don't want to shit on my alma mater that directly. But yeah. I think I'm yeah, but I did say what you said and I still do believe it. You're you're making dude, that shit fucked me up, man. It was such a you know what it was was like But uh, t- go I, ahead.
0: I know the negative parts of it, but like the positive parts, like yeah, another yeah, way yeah. of looking at it, the way that they're looking at it is, like, that, you know, they're proud. Like, they they've, they, know that, like, you, you showed up with your parents being, like, he doesn't know how to do anything, and now here you are in this prestigious law school, like, yeah. and what happened in between those things? I worked really hard.
1: True. You know, like, yeah. I, I
0: worked to change Alex's heart. Yeah. And, like, part of that's fucked off, up. Dude. And the, the way that we present it on this podcast universally Is worth looking at the fucked up part of it because it does. It is
1: fucked up. It's not really true. Like I don't credit much. I learn. I give them credit where I can because I have. I grew from the ages of fourteen
0: to eighteen. You're blown away by that, really?
1: Yeah. Like, do you know anyone that doesn't change between fourteen and eighteen? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, but like, I'm just saying, I could have just been at a chill school where just like things were chill.
0: There is another way of looking at than than what we presented and like i ultimately don't agree with it and so that's why it's you know we're 20 episodes in before presenting it but like the way that they would look at it was i'm just saying so like the question of are they sitting around trying to help kids uh if you are trying to mount like a, a yes on that it's things like they did feel a connection to kids like you and me that they they felt like we were doing better they felt like that surely some of the work that they put in must have done that and like they did have an emotional thing about that it's not like they were just showing up to cash checks they did a lot of cashing checks and i think that that ultimately uh was what was driving things um but like i don't know i'm sure that they did in, like, as they were uh, participating in this self-aggrandizing myth that they were fixing kids, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that that's an accurate understanding, but I do think it's the understanding that they had, and I think that that feeling meant a lot to them, and that they were pursuing it, and that a way of looking at that and characterizing that is, you know, like waking up in the morning trying to help kids.
1: Yeah, dude, I think you've made a pretty good case of... Uh... The most sympathetic way of attempting to describe the most self-flattering way the people who ran Excel could have thought, like at the heights of self-flattery, I think you've got what they were probably thinking and feeling.
0: And that's not really how I feel is the truth. You know? Yeah, and
1: I think you also made Those that views clear. views I share. You you made that clear, yeah. but I will always step aside if you want to make it clear. I just feel right? like
0: most of the time, like I think that you like you being a lawyer, me being someone who is in debate, uh-huh. um are very conversant in like presenting arguments that you yourself do not feel. Yeah, I think yeah, that 90% yeah, of the population Never does that. And so anytime they hear someone saying words that they think that that person must feel those things. Yes. And so anytime I'm doing that, I try to speak to that 90% by constantly repeating, these are not the things that I actually think. I'm uh, just yeah, laying yeah. out an argument.
1: I don't think it ever hurts to remind anybody of that. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it was clear to me that you were laying out a worldview that you did not necessarily endorse at every turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I would agree with you, but I would, I would complicate it, dude. I have a model, uh, a mental model, or like a interpersonal relational model that I think is accurate here, but it takes some like a little bit of, not a ton of theorizing, but it's, it's like a little bit. And I think we've talked about it, but I think it really makes sense. It, it It deepens the picture. Like, have we talked about like the narcissistic family structure, like with the golden child, the black sheep?
0: That's f- exactly what I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well,
1: then I won't yeah. get in the way, dude. I'll jump in. I mean, because it Okay. I like, mean, we're two yeah, seconds yeah, yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I didn't mean to say that in like uh, how come you won't go away? No, no, out no. no, no I me. really I, was just, I, I was talk excited. about that a lot,
1: uh, but I don't always know like if I'm repeating myself or not. So i uh well dude, i mean I, I, dude, I, I think
0: that's where i'm going but i'm like, very
1: comfortable jumping in as you know okay. so you know
0: um well i was just gonna the, the thing i was saying um is that you know i went to this therapist uh we did this emdr and like i was there to do the emdr because a guy broke into my house and like it, it did cause my brain i don't know to react if you've like fully ways.
1: broken that out for the for the pod I mean, it's, I know what it's you're come up about. on the podcast. I know before. it has come up.
0: I've told the basic details. All the okay. rest of them are okay. like available okay. on other podcasts. All right, we the, got more important things to talk about.
1: The TC completists, you know, know it for sure. Yeah. Dude, um, oh, real quick, dude, I've been laughing my fucking ass off as people I know are listening to the pod. Mm-hmm. I've They've been like, who the fuck is this TC guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really funny, dude. So yeah. they don't know it, uh, yeah. but I guess they'll just have to figure. Uh, you've been cryptic, now I've been cryptic, dude. We've both been cryptic. I well, like Well,
0: no, it. just like uh, we, we have other things to do here, dude. I agree, dude.
1: dude. I agree, I agree.
0: Like I agree. the stories I'm trying to tell, you can't go find another podcast and listen to them truth um so uh and you know i don't always stick to that i'll retail but that it's dude, just, i'm
1: closing the loop on that stripper story eventually
0: whenever i want to tell the uh like a uh, break-in story and like really want to do it like i'll just fucking yammer on about it for an hour i don't want to spend a full hour on that shit right now i've got other oh, things okay, i want to okay. spend the hour on right, so i'll just tell the short version you All know right, of, like a guy broke in okay and so uh went to the uh therapist you know and like showed up was like yeah a guy broke in now mm. whenever i hear a noise in the night i jump i didn't used to do that i'd like to go back to not giving a shit about small fucking noises mm. um and so she's like yeah you know i think we could do that um and like i don't know just like asked other questions right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and she's like yeah so if you want to come back for like two weeks like we could probably do that
2: uh-huh.
1: and if
0: you want to do like eight we could probably fix that other stuff Huh. And And uh, I was like, okay.
1: Like, yeah, 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 You know,
0: I don't know. I figure that's probably how most people have to do it, you know, is like tell themselves this, well, I'm just going for this it's thing. like the, that's...
1: the presenting symptoms. That's like what you, I think. Yeah, like, but it's you're... also
0: like it's just an easy story to digest of like, well, I think that I understand I'm okay being the kind of person who needs, you know, some amount of rewiring after a fucking break-in. Uh, mm-hmm. That seems defensible. I wouldn't have a problem defending that uh just like generally i don't know i'm not here to dissuade anyone else from doing it i would be in a better spot i would have i would have enjoyed my life more if i had fucking done this a decade ago and not needed some special reason and just been like yeah you know um some of the things growing up were tough and it would be cool to talk about them with someone i should have said that to myself a long time ago
1: yeah i don't want to discourage anyone from doing that early i don't want to be like wait till you're fucking 35 to do that
0: yeah, no. But I I, think I also am
1: not that discouraged that I didn't do it before. You know, I feel like it's yeah, like God's no, plan, dude. That's you right. yeah, like you I get through that. what you can get through. I don't know. Um,
0: but yeah, so you know, as we started talking, like you know, once we were done with like the break-in stuff, mm-hmm. um, we talked a lot, and I I figured that it would be about Excel. You know, I'm like, well, obviously this is a big thing. Uh huh. Um, and it it ended up like there was some Excel. But there was a lot more on, like, the two years prior.
1: I think that makes sense, man. I think Excel – I was laughing about this. Like, if you're a parent worried that your kid is, like, getting screwed up and going to blame you – Send them to fucking Excel or another school. That way they'll come out and they'll just be like, I mean, I guess things were messed up. I don't know. This place fucked me up though. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> kinda yeah. like everything else is like, I mean, I'm sure you know, mixed bag like anything. It made me realize that I had like some problems the and then difficult this place fucked like me up.
0: Like the whatever you're trying to explain to another person what was the most difficult part in your life. being like well the time that i didn't see anyone i knew for two years like that was her for four years like that
1: was pretty wild like my experience no one ever got it there were kids
0: but i mean it's but you know what i mean like yeah yeah. they get it more than being like what was the hardest time in your life well like uh me and my parents argued a lot (laughs) yeah like no one's gonna be like how did you survive that yeah but like looking no, back on it that nitp-
1: was the harder time i'm not trying to nitpick you i just i think your question is making me realize i don't think anyone ever asked me what's the hardest time in your life that's true i'm like no one's i ever also don't asked think me anyone's this. ever asked i was me like that are directly. people asking you like, no 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 you know maybe heart to hearts you know i know you you're a heart-to-heart guy dude you like the late night convos <laughs> sure uh, so i mean these are things that could come up but i was like i was about to feel bad for myself like No one's ever fucking asked me what the hardest thing I've ever done is. I I think this is an (laughs) imagined conversation. What is the hardest thing you've ever done, TZ? That's (laughs) getting through the story. I think it...
0: I I don't think it was 14 to 18. I think it was 12 to 14. Like, that was more... Like, I don't know. I certainly felt more depressed during that time. Yeah, Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so I don't know. I Like, we talked about the week leading up to Excel and everything, but that, all that... Therapy stuff that was uh really great. Like as far as like I I understand it in a much more like complex nuanced way now, and I that's very satisfying to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that it helps, dude. It helps to look at stuff like that.
0: But it really kind of started uh like from the first lunch that we had. Our lunch. Yeah, like you started kind of talking. Like you were like oh, giving really? like short gesturing at like. Well, you understand that uh, in the family, there's a person who's designated to absorb the tension of that family. Yeah, well. and I was like, no, I don't <laughs> know what any of that means. I haven't spent a second thinking that's about funny, it. Man. Tell me more. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, so so I that's that's what I wanted to get to. I just wanted like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You it's have good thoughts when you on this. First start thinking about it, dude. Yeah, I, it's the same. It's extremely liberating. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like learning because
0: I'd really internalized that all of that was just me being intrinsically bad.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. And learning definitely. that there
0: might have been other factors is a great relief.
1: It, it's awesome, dude. It really helps. And it, it's like a, a springboard to me to being like, there's more to learn. Like whatever story I told myself was in many ways a story other people told me, you know, that maybe they didn't even get, you know. It was um, one of
0: the most true things in my life, though, you know, like it, yeah, it's a story that's been repeated over and over and over yeah, and over yeah, and over and yeah. over. No, so okay. And, like that one doesn't even turn out to be true. Like I would have said, like that's the most studied thing in my life because that's what we were studying in Excel. You know, it's like the how fucking, much you suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and just like especially that period leading up, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, we did the packets about it. We did fucking we did packets with our parents. We did packets with ourselves. Yeah, we you know stood up in front of the other kids and like yeah. just told all the stuff. Like it was drilled. Yeah, You know, and like to find out that actually I didn't really understand that it's scary, but it's mainly liberating. It it really only felt liberating. No part of it was scary to me. It was very liberating.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's awesome, man. I mean, I think I agree. It's full. It is liberating. When you were talking earlier about like going to therapy earlier would have been better. I don't know if this is one of those things or like what. I agree. It sometimes frustrates me like Excel is such a bright line that I feel like it takes up too much time and attention of of my own, like in looking at my own life. Because it's like, when you were like, what's the hardest time you've ever gone through? I was like, I don't think it was at Excel. As much as it sucked, dude, like I think I had times before and after where I felt a lot worse. Like... If I had to rank like times yes I've felt no. the times I've like felt suicidal, it's like the depths are before and after Excel.
0: Yeah, I never really felt suicidal there, I which was, is hard to discuss.
1: Like, I was like stable but low at to understand. Excel, but stable but low mood. Uh but that's you know, I mean it was up and down. But
0: I mean like the the floor was higher.
1: Yeah, it was like not a bad Day to day, if you weren't in trouble and there wasn't a lot going on...
0: I mean, like, it was terrible, but also it was manageable.
1: I like waking up, reading books, eating meals with my friends, going to bed at the same night every, like, every night. I don't do that in my life now. And I, the times when I do, go, especially going to bed at the same time every night, completely unmedicated, like, for longer than a few weeks. Uh... I'm a different person. So like, that's where I'm like, Excel can fuck off besides having a drug-free environment. And like, I guess like kids weren't beating each other up. Like, I think those were the main things I needed to thrive. And you couldn't really mess with the girls or like leave the room you were allowed to be in. Yeah. Like, Like, you took away everything except talking to your friends when you're allowed to and reading like the books that are afforded to you. It's like... Yeah, I did better on the SATs than I would have otherwise. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it wasn't like that stuff wasn't life changing to me. And I didn't think Miss Nancy like changed my life and made me understand grammar. The best thing she did, which made her one of the best teachers I ever had, was just be like, sit in the back of the room and be quiet. Here are your books. And like I alluded to earlier, because my school was fucked up, like my credits were fucked up. So, when i first got there i think they they still did this with a lot of kids like but it felt very loose like it, it it reminded me of like hearing the kids who went to the tranquility bay in jamaica talk about how loose school was for them where it was just like it was just you finish the packets and they would be like your here are your credits like they didn't give a fuck uh and the parents liked it so i did like two or three semesters, my first semester, I think, or like first semester and then summer. Yeah. And a lot of that was Miss Nancy. Like she, I ran through English One and then she invented, she was like You're self-study creative writing, like here. And she like got an old textbook or something, like just making up credits. Yeah, no, uh, they did some bullshit. Like yeah, well, It was sick, dude. I sat in the back and wrote essays, dude. It was, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I wish I didn't have to go to school at all uh yeah
1: school always sucks dude i mean i think but but like
0: i don't know Uh, yeah ultimately i'm not complaining that like i wish that i'd gotten the regular health class but like health (laughs) was like did they assign me to read two books you didn't have like like,
1: health the health textbook and stuff about like it would be like eat vegetables no brush your teeth dude have we talked about miss evelyn on the podcast no did you have miss evelyn yes she taught health Okay. She would always be like, hey, Didn't guys, to me. you got to make healthy lifestyle choices. That was like her theme of health. Healthy lifestyle choices. I still remember it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's the most empty slogan I've ever heard in my life. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll make a smoothie and, like, Miss Evelyn and her, like, Excel polo will, like, pop up in my head <laughs> yeah. and be like, that's a healthy a lifestyle strange. choice, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, like, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, dude. I mean, I feel like I distracted you from the larger point, but I don't think we explained to the listener the the structure. But the point you made, like, in a lot of families, there is tension. And a lot of times, like, the black sheep or, like, the kid who acts out gets, you know, no one is, like, there's no naming ceremony. It's not Harry Potter. It's not a, like, sorting ceremony where it's, like, and you are the bad kid and you are the good kid. But it's, like, kids sort into these roles or like parents unconsciously sort them based on their own prior experiences. Like it's like very little of this is deliberately, deliberate wrongdoing, I think is important to say. Uh, Now it also goes for like what's often called the golden child, which was very few of the kids at Excel. Uh, That's often the siblings of kids at Excel who overachieved and in many ways were like the opposite of the acting out kid. Um, and that's what I was saying. It fucked me up for whatever reason, I was clearly the acting out, you know, kid in my family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like you were saying you and me, and you know, certain other kids who, for whatever reason, got slotted into a position to over overachieve, especially academically, which usually correlated with all other status and responsibilities at Excel. It was like taking a black sheep, fucking trouble the troubled one and being like you're the the golden child overachiever now and you're expected to support the hopes and dreams of this dysfunctional family which is the excel family (coughs) and so i felt frustrated i mean i wouldn't
0: have wanted to do anything else
1: dude i had a lot of issues where i was like often during life skills like i think i've mentioned this where i it's not like i wanted heart to hearts with jamie but i was like Man, these kids have a lot of problems. Like I do too. Like I sure wish like somebody would help me with them. <laughs> like I guess I'll keep taking the SATs. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, and it's it, like I'm still here. I'm alive. Like things have turned out better for me than they definitely could have. So I don't mean to complain too much, but I do think it's kind of the same principle of like you're taking 50 G's a month or however 50 G's a month. That's insane. Five G's a month, right? 50 G's a year. Yeah. Uh, something easier. like that. That's and, what I recall it being. Like by the time you got there, we haven't even talked about like the the middle child often in these structures is like, or the quiet one or whoever, the peacemaker is like the one who just kind of chills out and no one pays attention to. They're often called like the lost children too. Occasionally, I think you would see that at Excel, like a floundering kid. Often the parents were older and they had a way older siblings. And then like one younger kid who was kind of lost That kind of reminds me of that. But I think at Excel, you have like an elite, not elite, but like a small group of overachievers, a small group of kids who Jamie just beat the shit out of, like day in and day out, that were kind of like the dark, you know, they they took all the darkness of the school. Uh, And then there was a big chunk of middle children who were just being warehoused for fucking 50 G's a year. And it's like, as long as you went to school, and didn't act up too much. You know, you got shirted or jumpsuited, you know, once a semester or whatever. And, you know, that was really it. And it was like... Yeah, I was, and I
0: would think most people were in all three of those groups at different times.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, I I, I might just be from the era of, like, the scapegoat Excel kids. I don't want to ever say I was in their category because it's disrespectful to them. I mean, these kids got wailed on. Yeah. Like, so, like... I know you've you've alluded to your times as low man on the totem pole. I, I mean, don't it's mean just to those take first that two away weeks. from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you, it. You weren't like uh, Jamie. Did, I mean, she probably did during those first two weeks. I mean, she was you,
0: fucking with me as much as anyone during those first two weeks, but like it wasn't that you know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Stopped after two weeks. It's there were kids manageable. where
1: like when you were talking about like she tried to help people or did help people. I think there were times. This is what I I didn't get into it then, but. I think there were times when she kind of lost the thread completely. And it was just about, I need to control this kid. I need to fucking oh, like just completely break this kid down. She, she was in the fully in the tunnel. There was no, like, I need to help this kid. It was like, this kid is willful and I will win. And I will win by destroying, you know, this kid's psyche.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you do have to acknowledge, right? You know, maybe you don't, uh, if you asked her at the time, you would be like, Well, why do you have to win? She'd be like, so Oh, I sure, can sure, save sure.
1: I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. definitely. Um, but I think until you asked her that, it was not going in the mental. Whereas in the. I think you're like, right. The yeah, way no, I, said, I think
0: what was going on is that, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think it was a big you said, ego.
0: She wasn't going to have a challenge.
1: There were days when she was like, I can't. Another day to fucking save the kids, man. You know? Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, the golden children had, were leaned on to support that yeah to be like you know you are going to college right you know stand up and tell these educational consultants about that or like whatever i fucking still like i feel myself dissociating almost like i like have to like close my heart away to like engage in that because i knew that meant they're getting more money and more kids are probably going to come here it's like that's just that sucks to know but at the same time like you said it's like so what, am I going to tank the SATs? Am I going to, like, fucking throw my oatmeal at Jamie so I get in trouble? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, let's not. just
0: choose the easy life. Yeah, I mean. can I have more fun this way. Within
1: Excel, the easy life, I suppose, yeah. It yeah. was definitely the path of least resistance for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm glad that it coincided with a cushy life, you know. Yeah. I don't know another way I would have done it.
0: Yeah, but I just, you know, um, it's like, I I always, people would ask me about, this is one where they really, certainly people have asked me, like, do you think you should have been sent there? Mm-hmm. Like, what should they have done? And I've, mm-hmm. I've given the answer on this podcast. I think an intervention was required. I think it should have been more like 30 days.
1: You think progr- they should have applied like progressive options rather than going to defcon excel
0: who even knows if it's uh progressive options maybe the first one works
1: well i think that's the notion behind like all progressive disciplinary or whatever options is like only as far as it needs to go yeah yeah Yeah. so
0: yeah, 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 immediately yeah. jumping to four years it's uh not really following that principle at all
1: yeah dude and that's where i think i don't think my parents and i'd be interested if because you said earlier where it's like the parents think the school is awesome too i don't think my parents were like day in and day out this kid's life is changing. I think they were like, it was not obvious that this kid was gonna get even a GED, and now he's getting straight A's and like uh, apparently sitting still long enough to take the SATs, you know, which is a victory. And then like the rest of the stuff was gravy, uh, and so I think there was an element of like their plan sending me there was the eighteen months. It did seem like that because they were like could be twelve, but it they were like managing my expectations no way they i don't think that the whole plan the whole time was like we're gonna ride it out for three years but i think like halfway through
0: that last year was so crazy
1: oh yeah 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 but i think the real battle was halfway through when yeah uh they basically like excel i think was like don't i i was imagining it earlier like what sally said because i think she was in some of the meetings. And I can see her confidently being like, you take him out now, he'll be on dope in six months. I've seen it a hundred times. You know, you think he's doing good now, it's just because he's here. Ride it out, you know? And then they were basically like, I think they just kept playing. Like, once that happened, I remember being in the hotel room. I don't think I've talked about this.
0: It's just like uh, that. That's definitely like the uh, Sally wasn't there, but that's the conversation that I've previously described with my parents. And just mm-hmm. hearing you uh, uh, break it down again, like it's just so fucked up, they'd be willing to lie about it.
1: Yeah. And that's where I wonder if it's like it interesting was like,
0: question as to whether or not they think they're lying. Yeah. But like they are. So, like, the fact that you fucking got your own head so fucked that you don't realize it's a lie, should that really be absolution? I don't think so. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but just just to sit down and, like, just look him in the eyes and be like, he's not ready. Like, for them to say that about me. Yeah. Like, I was ready, dude. Well, if they, I've never been more ready for anything in my entire life and, and than I think leaving that fucking For place. you,
1: it's harder to say, dude, because you did stay sober and stuff, and that was their criterion for, like, were you doing well or not? I was about to say for me, if they're like, you take him out, you put him in college, he's going to be drinking by spring break. It's like, well, I guess if that's your criterion, like that is true. Yeah. I mean, my parents didn't really care about that. Uh, I, they, it's not like they were like, you should drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I've, you know, we've had, I've been to weddings and stuff post Excel, like with them, mm-hmm. you know, I've, you know, act like I'm at a wedding. Uh, But that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think they loved, loved Excel so much as they were like, we're warehousing him and he's doing okay. And then on the RA program, I think everybody got caught kind of flat footed. Like, it was like I graduated high school and there was no talk like of what was going on. And then I think Excel was like, well, what's he going to do? You going to take him home? That's not a good idea. And there's no college even going now. Tell you what, he can stay here for free. Give us like, you know, five hundred bucks for the food or something, because I really think that is the deal for the RAs. I I'd never signed any paperwork or anything, so I don't know. Um, but like again, when you imagine the conversations, so I think that makes more sense when they're like, "He does." I think he needs another year to adjust. His schoolwork has been good, but it's just know, fucked up. They would say college. that, like, yeah, I know, dude. Clearly it's didn't self-serving, so that they can have a person as an asset to to fulfill. They're bullshit. Like their bullshit agenda, dude. I agree. It is fucked up, dude. I don't want to step on that point. It's reducing like people to objects. It's wrong. Yeah. Uh, and you're you put it well. The fact that they believed that they were doing well doesn't. It's good to note that because it's good to know how this comes. This kind of thing comes to be. But it's to note. Yeah, it I is think not that, to I think a lot
0: it. of people upon hearing this would assume. That, it was, that they were being outwardly cynical all the time, and that was not the case.
1: I agree. In fact, when Christy started working there, she was more cynical, I think, because she was not outside the family, but I, she didn't start the School Excel Academy.
0: Yeah, and she'd been out uh, doing other stuff, lived in another state.
1: Yeah, and so there were times when she was like jarringly pragmatic to me, mm-hmm. and she was more professional too, and just more thoughtful. Yeah, she was. That's that's part of the thing where it's like, are you helping the place get better or are you helping the place get more low key evil? Like, and that's I wonder because it really I was like, holy shit, dude, Christy's fucking playing chess, dude. Like we've been playing checkers. Like what? Like uh, on the mail. Uh, you know, me and that kid read all the mail mm-hmm. and there was a very ticky tack element to reading the mail where you'd have to just like, say you got a letter from your mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it mentions Bob and Tim and fucking Joey. Yeah. And uh, you would get to a point where you, I'd be like, yo, do you fucking, who's Joey TC? And the other guy would be like, it's his cousin dude. It's cool. Like, but there's always names you don't know. And you would literally have to ask the kid, and it was that it was like informal like that. And you'd be like, hey T C who's fucking Timmy, dude? And you'd be like, Oh, that's my that's my mother's cousin. Uh he's he's sick. And you'd be like, Okay, here's your letter. Like, you remember those kind of like yeah. things? So we also ran the phone calls, uh, which we've definitely talked about. Mm-hmm. Um and so sometimes the kids wouldn't know who the parents were talking about. And so somebody i don't think it was me but i definitely did it had the idea of being like well just they're having their phone call ask them to ask their parents you know so it'd be like i'd be like tc who's who's joey you'd be like i don't know and it'd be like you're at the end of your 10 minute phone call and be like ask him who's joey in your letter or whatever and they'd be like Oh, that's your cousin. You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. They were asking, you know, cause they were checking the mail or whatever. And it was like, so normal. Cause that's Excel life. But Christy came in. This is where I learned what PR is, dude. She was like, do you know what PR is? I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, it's public relations. Like she was pissed. I wish I didn't uh, know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause we were talking about it earlier, dude. That's why I was laughing. Uh, But yeah, she was like, stop reminding parents that we read the mail. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, first of all, you think they don't know? Uh, But then I was like, she's definitely right, dude. Everybody's feeling a lot better when you don't remind them of like these more totalitarian aspects. And so, yeah, that was the big one. I had a second one. Maybe it'll come to me. But I remember that one. I was like, God damn, dude, she's fucking smart. Like no one it didn't occur to anyone to like hide the weirdness but then it's like is that better or is that just like we're hiding the weirdness a little more and then it's like she's the one that was like hey TC you're staying at Excel uh, not Jamie like I think she had the ability look at the way they came up dude talk about dark, black sheep versus fucking golden child yeah. it's Christy and Jamie dude yeah we, and uh,
0: you don't think Sherry was the golden child <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's funny dude uh, dude I was thinking dude we hadn't busted a sherry out in a while dude uh, <laughs> I mean I still do it in my day to day Uh but yeah dude I mean she just had a like longer term orientation a better ability to plan versus like Jamie's intuitive like chaotic reactionary lifestyle Um
0: yeah, and see that's a any time that Jamie is compared up against someone like Jamie against Sally or Jamie against Christy, um, I think that people have like I think that there's people that look at that and be like, yeah, and based on what you're saying, it's obvious the school would have been better off if Christy had like been handed control. And I just think that that totally misses what's yeah. what's demanded by that position. Like the fact that Jamie like lacked in uh, like long range planning or like critical thinking,
1: it's required.
0: Didn't matter.
1: It was selected for. Yeah. I think it was part of the reason the school was initially.
0: I mean, I would say it's more like good, uh, uh, just it, it, it. You could be great at it or you could be poor at it. It's going to have no effect
1: on uh what no i think you need a certain level of innate charisma like i mean that like neutrally i don't think it's a positive charisma in her case yeah but like to keep a population in check to be in charge of it to keep yourself like as the interjected authority in everyone's brain like think about some of the people i mean when i sometimes when i see like what aspen did to the school afterwards
0: like you could be the greatest planner on earth and if you don't have that ability to like have the other predators view use the apex predator yeah, then yeah like yeah. you got nothing yeah and yeah. so she there's there one thing that she needed for the job she had yeah. it more than everyone else she and so she it. was the right one for the job yeah definitely like in the job that shouldn't exist in any kind of just world
1: right but does it does yeah and she was i would say she was one of the goats dude when i read about these other schools it's like very few of them a lot of them are founded by a very similar figure a charismatic fucking nutcase. Mm-hmm. But then as they have It's these, always
0: so interesting to me that she didn't found it.
1: But she basically founded it I think. I mean, I Sally founded it, Sally bought the property, Sally incorporated the things. But Serenity, the thing you're Rose glossing range.
0: over is the thing that I am finding interesting.
1: That she got well, I'll tell I don't want you to I don't no, want to step on I think on you on what probably saying, had it. that she quote-unquote got sober like under sally
0: no just that like uh at some point like if you find if you found a place like if you have whatever money and you show up and you're like i've this is a school now and i run it right then like there's been no filtering process at all the fact that she like passed the filtering process like (laughs) that sally like founded something that she ostensibly thought that she was going to run herself
1: i don't know that it was like that dude I think they their relationship predated all that. I my impression was they were.
0: I don't think that's true.
1: Well, I think I you're wrong about that. I can certainly tell you that I'm, that I'm
0: listening to other people in the you know, Facebook groups or whatever who tell a different story. The,
1: I'd, be, I, I'd be interested in as much detail as you want to share because... I mean, I don't know.
0: None of it's my stories, you know? Like well, it's, it's
1: Jamie. It, dude, we're allowed to tell Jamie and Sally's stories. to these. I know, but know. it's
0: going to be secondhand. Like, and I don't even have, like, specific memories. We can go back through
1: the... Well, dude, my impression is, like... Because okay, I
0: know that you've said this before. And Sally
1: that, that, bought that, the that land that, When in I was reading other stuff. Yeah. S- the school, as Excel, was founded in 1997. Are you telling me Jamie was, like, hired once the school was brought in the mix? That sounds wrong to me. How the fuck would you... Yeah, dude, I think that's inter- entirely
0: fucking plausible.
1: Hire Jamie to... How How does Jamie find out about the school to even be like, hire me?
0: Because she got sober Wait, like there.
1: Post the classified? So, so they... Oh, so she got sober there, stayed on his staff, and then, like, took it over. Yeah yeah okay that makes sense to me that's insane that's like david Miskovich.
0: yeah yeah which is like something that people have made a million documentaries about because it's dude, insane
1: jamie kind of fucked her way to the top dude
0: <laughs> you know
1: yeah not to be demeaning about no,
0: it I, that's like that's that, in the, the ken letter like uh
1: yeah but you don't think i never thought about it that way like you know, you know the Lana Del Rey song? It's
0: definitely not the first time I've thought about it that way. It's pretty
2: obvious. It's weird to think
1: of Jamie like using her sexuality to advance her position in life versus advancing her position in life to satisfy her weird twisted sexuality. Which yeah. is the version I'm familiar with. Yeah. Uh, but to think that she like allured her like made herself alluring to Sally I mean in, that's probably, in, you know. Well, Sally was clearly into her. In their own ways, in a romantic relationship
0: together, it seems. I understand that.
1: Like that's an opinion, but I'm willing to state it. It seems like it's a well grounded one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It is weird to think about. Like, so you think Jamie came in sober and just fucking twinkled her eyes enough that Sally was like, "You are my lover, and you will run my school."
0: Uh, I think the way that you're describing that, I think that you know that has no basis in reality.
1: I'm I'm compressing.
0: Like, that's just not how they work. Like, you're...
1: So, do you think she came in single? You're using such a
0: shorthand. You're being so casual about it that, like,
1: you're... uh, Well, tell me what part you disagree with besides saying other stuff happened that I didn't mention that neither of us know about.
0: I disagree with the entire fucking
1: thing. So, you think she came in single, yes or no? When she came in to get sober? Yes. To the rehab that Sally was running? Yes. So, that means she came in sometime between 1995 and 1997? Sounds right. So that means when I came in in 1999, you think Jamie had maximum four years sober?
0: I mean, she might have been sober. No, I don't know.
1: My impression was she had significantly longer than four years. She was acting like it. I'm not saying she was telling the truth. Okay. But she was acting like she had been out of the mix since the 80s. Like, I always viewed late 80s as kind of the, like, Jamie's leaving the drug world, early 90s maybe. I don't know exactly why I got that, but...
0: You're uh, like making me defend those parts when that like isn't what we were talking about. Well, I'm
1: trying to figure out what we're talking about then, because like, I'm trying to figure out if you're saying what I'm talking
0: about. Fine, just tell me, dude. Listening to me,
1: I did, and I have questions about whether or not I've understood you, which (laughs) remain unanswered. I'll give you another try
0: no you didn't ahead, since dude. i started disputing you have not given me two seconds i'm trying to
1: figure out what exactly I'm, what i'm saying dude, is that whenever
0: ahead. you're like jamie twinkled her eye yeah, no dude. she That's of course a shorthand didn't. for
1: the fucking seduction process dude
0: but like that it, it's 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 a sloppy shorthand that is not properly at, like uh, capturing the dynamic between so these two Sally people
1: picked her out and was like that one's mine
0: uh, you know, if anything, it sounds more plausible. It was
1: portrait of a lady on fire. They just fell in love. But completely. I just think that, like, no power dynamic. They were equals. I
0: mean, the fact that you're like referring back to like anything, uh, you know, and you're
1: the one that invented. Like, I, uh, all right, dude, tell me what's what. What you want to tell me?
0: That they obviously they operate differently than any two other people that I've met that I can recall in my life.
1: Maybe this I don't is know the, any the, other
0: relationships that are like that, that I would say are like, in
1: what way that's, I guess what I need mean.
0: in the way that they I relate to one
1: each Jamie other and one Sally. Obviously. Yeah. That's a given dude. Yeah. So but, I, I mean,
0: that's not true of everyone else. You know, well, there's plenty of people you've met where you're like, Oh, it's another one of these fucking types. Well, and those are people aren't I've that.
1: met that are like, I know for me, I definitely not the same person, but I've been like, this person has very Jamie qualities in my life. It's been helpful.
0: And I bet that most of them, like, I don't know. I I don't know.
1: I've met women up to and including like, uh, well, I'm not, you know. Their
0: sexuality was obviously unique. In what way? Like in that it would not be recognizable to other people as romantic.
1: It was not recognizable to me as romantic as a teenager while I was there. I, I fully, that, what you just said is consistent with my experience.
0: So to be like, you know, she twinkled her eye at her, like they just don't operate on that wavelength. Like they're just, well, they're, their whole they fucking shit's They clearly saw
1: each other in a way differently from the way, and that's probably true of any But they're so different from me
0: either. and the other people I know and understand in that respect that like I don't even really think that I could register an opinion about it.
1: Uh, well, that's the difference between you and me, dude. I see these these bizarre, maybe not bizarre, examples of humanity flourishing. Or not flourishing, and I'm like that relationship doesn't compute. I will think about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I will, my brain will try to make sense of it. I'm honestly, dude. I don't even want to get like vulgar about it, but I do wonder. Like, how did that work? Did they even things like did they sleep in the same bed every night? I wonder, dude. And that stuff that I don't know, it's just idle speculation. And maybe it's like if it was.
0: See, I mean, certainly the room was big enough; it could have fit two beds. But I, I thought, I thought I heard from kids who were in like their house before. I mean, you would have. Been, I was
1: one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but I never saw there, right? a bed. So this is my recollection. So in the house before the big mansion, because I in the big mansion house there was a big house, a big room, wasn't it? Like, yeah. You kind of go in it, and you're like, I did the math. All right, this is Jamie and Sally's shared bedroom.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Everyone knew that in the big house. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I
1: wasn't there when y'all figured that out, I think. Yeah. Because. I mean, I it
0: wasn't like, I'm sure everyone's moment was different. It obviously wasn't the kind of thing you say out loud. I don't remember the moment
1: at all. Like, I don't remember it at all. Like,
0: it'd be the kind of thing where like new kids would show up and you'd explain to them like, you know, okay, well, what, is, what, what did this building used to be? Right. Right. And then they'd be like, so, and we'd be like, shut the fuck up. Don't say that.
1: See, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I think it was still like that Brady Bunch mansion compound when I left. Like it hadn't been turned into a dorm yet.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like right.
1: a standard conversation. Yeah. And I don't think they had fully they we put all the floorboards down and then painted it. That was like our big task. They moved in and I remember being back up there when people lived in that house, but it was a fucking madhouse, dude. There was like multiple staff members lived there at the time, mm-hmm. like cousins. Fucking, you know, there were 35 people in that house. So I had no idea. I couldn't do the mental math to be like, Jamie and Sally, are there, one bedroom for them. You know what I mean? Like the way you figured it out. Because I remember like reading early, this is like pre-MySpace maybe, like blog comments or some somebody being like, Jamie and Sally were in a romantic relationship. And it was a true light bulb moment for me. <clears throat>
0: it was, so it was after you... Oh, yeah. Left the
1: school. It was yeah. post-Excel.
0: Well, I don't know. That illustrates anything I'm talking about as well as anything else.
1: I, that's what I'm trying to say, dude. It didn't register, but a couple questions arise from that observation. Number one, did it register with, with all parents, some parents, or no parents?
0: I think it's some. I yeah. think it was a minority.
1: I do, too. And then I wonder, so...
0: I don't think my parents, like, to this day...
1: You know those ladies, like, uh, who didn't know Liberace was gay? Yeah, I kind of feel like them, dude, don't you? Like, doesn't it seem so obvious now? I feel like I'm one of those ladies that is like, I wish my husband were more like Liberace. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, would,
0: I would feel differently about it if it hadn't been so universal.
1: The, the like I was failure around, to apprehend had not yeah. been so universal. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel bad. I just think it's funny. <laughs> uh it is odd that no one apprehended though and it does seem so obvious now and that's what i wonder about and that's another thing i fucking wonder about i mean i think
0: that's a testament to the uniqueness of like their i don't think it's that unique
1: dude i'm gonna break it down what i think was going on with me okay not with you uh so when i was in their house i remember it was a two-story house that was the bulk of the action was happening on the first story, you know, those kinds of houses mm-hmm. where it's like, the second story is just kids' bedrooms basically. Mm-hmm. So there was like a, a wing, there was like a kitchen and then like some bedrooms above that or a garage. And then there was like a, a fairly big living room. And that was like almost an open concept to like a breakfast, uh, dining area that was not a dining room that then opened up to a backyard that had a pool and like a pretty nice backyard. It was a nice house. It was big. Um, And at the time, it was Jamie, Sally, Linda all lived together.
0: Did they ever live on the lake? Yes. Okay.
1: Definitely. After they got that Aspen money, they all bought places on the lake. Uh, That's
0: tight. They should have.
1: Yeah, but now they should be common vacation spots for all Excel alumni. I would like that. I I was thinking about on the last episode. Maybe I sounded like a bitch where I was like, we should get money because we went through something bad. You know, a lot of people went through something bad. And it's like, if you're not suffering, what's your claim on the money? Just that you suffered before. There are people in America who suffered worse than kids at Excel who need money a lot more. But here's my response to this imagined person in my head making this point The people at Excel still live in their fucking lake houses. Or. You know, someplace they live because they sold their lake houses and made a lot of money. So yes, there are there are people more deserving of you know retribution and compensation in the world than Excel alumni. I fully admit that. But on the scale, we deserve the lake houses more than the current inhabitants. You know what I'm saying? I do. So I don't feel bad about anybody who you know tries to get something out of this, even if I'm not leading the charge. Yeah. I just that is it occurred to me after listening to the last one. Anyway, I do feel like uh long story short, they don't present as like dude, Ellen had just come out or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like same-sex couples were in everyone's mindset, you know, the way they necessarily are now.
0: I bet that when they like started out though, that it was like a don't tell anyone about this or else we might get this shit beat out of us.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, There's probably
0: people in Montgomery that would be the shit out of you about it now.
1: I mean, maybe given the chance. I don't want to be a Pollyanna and say those people don't exist in the world, but I also suspect there are pretty openly gay people in Montgomery County. If
0: they exist in the world, they probably exist in Montgomery County. Yeah. It well, seems I, like a place that would be more than likely to harbor them.
1: I definitely remember like uh, when they adopted the kids, they there was like again this is more of a vibe that i'm recalling but it was like yeah we kind of had to you know come on we had to you know figure out how we were going to pull this one off yeah we did and you know that's good that's basically like i remember that being kind of the vibe like because without getting into other kids issues like there were parents who were same-sex couples and i remember them being like yo how do you fucking adopt kids uh which is an honest question in fucking 1999 in Texas or 2000. Yeah. You know, but that's what I'm getting at. Sets I just off alarm bells
0: though, doesn't it?
1: They didn't present as like overtly sexual people, honestly. Sally was just like They didn't present rage. as
0: sexual at all.
1: Well, actually, Jamie kind of creeped me out sexually in ways that mm-hmm. are like hard to explain. But definitely not in the like I'm attracted to Sally way. Like I'm in a loving romantic relationship with Sally. There were times when they were like affectionately kidding each other when I saw them at their house where looking back, I'm like, that's like, you know, an old couple kind of like, you know, it was like a pleasant vibe. I would have kind of
0: liked to have seen that.
1: Yeah. Well, dude, that's when I first found out about the, that was Jamie good naturedly being like, oh, Sally, you love cults. Like it was a moment like that. Uh,
0: Yeah. Just the way that that came up before. I don't know. I I think you do it a lot of uh, treating guesses as facts. What do you mean? No, well, There's fr- a million different things that Jamie could have meant. Like, we know about Synanon, so we assume that it was something Obviously, like dude, Synanon. You
1: don't, dude, do you know about Bayesian reasoning, dude? Yeah. you I'll Fucking apply it, dude. That's all I'm going to say, dude. You just all you, You're just like, well, you can't fucking prove. It's like, I'm not, dude. Just probability fucking stack it, dude. Just probability stack it.
0: No, there's a lot of other things that could have been going on there. Lay it on me, dude. She could have just thought that like certain AA groups are like cults. It could have been something in Ohio like is it impossible for you to imagine that like uh, there's things going on in Ohio that were weird that we never heard about? I think it's fucking guaranteed.
1: Right, but what I've never clear on is do you think Sally learned these techniques from somebody? Is this like a spontaneous evolution of tactics that are identical up to and including the exact terminology used and she just spontaneously found these out? Like no. where's your explanation for how all of those things become part of Excel? Is it just they randomly learned about them from family foundation school? How did they know the family foundation school? How did they have a relationship where they went up there and stayed I mean, there that for one's a week? easy. That's not easy to me. I don't know how they knew them.
0: Like, you know, industry groups. Like, if you're aware that like
1: there the industry wasn't like that, dude. It was like this was a personal relationship. You don't know that. I you do. have no idea what it was yes, like I to run do, a dude. fucking school well, like I fucking that. know the, what it was like to be at Excel when the people from Family Foundation School came down and visited and explained their close personal relationship to Sally and Jamie. I do know what it was like to listen to them What did they talk say was their that. close personal relationship? They fucking described it as a close personal relationship that went back a lot further than nineteen ninety fucking five. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, maybe they were all lying, and they didn't quote me dates. But I don't think they're lying. That's what I'm saying. I'm
0: interested. I'm asking questions.
1: Like, this industry started popping in the late 90s, and I think Sally was like, oh, shit, I got to pay a fucking mortgage that's on a bunch of credit cards, and getting adults sober isn't doing it, whereas I can just get these kids in here. That's where I think, like, the, the switch happened. And, like, maybe Jamie, like, knew about it then. But they were like, they – you have to get into the industry first, and that means you have to be exposed to the industry. Like, it wasn't like... You couldn't Google, like, bit, small business ideas. You know what I mean? You had to fucking have this idea. And that's where I'm like, where do you think she got it from? If it's... Tr- trace it far back, as far back as you want, you got you get to 1970s Ohio. And that is, like, exactly when Synanon is spreading across the country.
0: I have no question in my mind that uh, she was... The idea that ended up in her head started in Charles Dietrich's. I have agreed about that the entire way. It's just like how dirty that chain is and like how disconnected and like, like does Sally know what Synanon is?
1: Definitely now, I think. Yeah, probably. Unless she's just completely put her head in the sand.
0: But when she was doing it, like in 1995, did she know what the word Synanon was? Had she heard that word before?
1: That's an interesting question, and that may be our actual point of disagreement. Because I think she thats the central one for did, me, dude. I think a lot of people knew what Sinanon was. Like Sally's, like a baby boomer, Sinanon was like publicly in the news. Look how many books I have about it, dude. I know that's, there was feature. I have a feature film about it, dude. You can buy the soundtrack on vinyl to this day on eBay.
2: But like, there's—it was a, a
1: cultural phenomenon.
0: Yeah, but there's all kinds of stuff that's on the news that two uh, percent of the population know about yeah
1: but okay what percentage of the people who have been in AA since 1970 do you think knew about it
0: i bet it's higher than the general population and, i and think it was less than 50 percent and by a good distance
1: i mean maybe but i mean like, i went to an
0: AA re- meeting you know every day for a year year and a half and i never heard the word on
1: right but if I told you there was an AA meeting and then a, a percentage of people uh, founded schools that used synonym terminology uh, and tactics, you would be like, "That's a synonym hotbed AA meeting," right? Like you would be like, "The probability of synonym-related origins is higher for this group of people than it is for the the standard, the you know, the yeah. comparator." And I'm saying all of our experience. Clearly indicates that the probabilities are greatly increased that Sally is in one of those synanon cells. You know, it's not really super important to me. I think it's actually more like if you think about how Christianity. It's
0: possible, but I really think you're playing fast and loose if you move to likely.
1: (coughs) Well, I mean, so I guess if you want to put a fine point on it and say, did she know the term synanon? I think yes. You think no. But to me, it really is not a very important question. But it, you think it is. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to that. But it's like, why I don't is that? If I think it's
0: important. But I think it's our entire disagreement. If well, you want it, to say that, that we're disagreeing over small matters, I agree. You okay. Know? But
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. I don't understand the significance of it. Like, I don't think she has a synanon training manual. I think if you deposed her and put her under oath, and you were like, so when did you start uh, implementing synanon tactics? It's actually a good thought experiment. Her lawyer objects immediately. And then there's a huge fucking colloquy. And we ultimately end up being like, all right, so as part of this deposition, we're going to get her to describe specific tactics and we'll leave the characterization to something else, which is maybe what you're saying, which like, I do, I do get that. But that's like every church is different, but they're all Christian. You know what I mean? Like, it's like how many, or the movie silence, dude, how many of those Christians like even literally knew like who Jesus was? Like, you know, they knew there was like a a cross involved, but they're still Christians. It's like, I feel like these are all and on organizations, kind of in a dark version of that analogy.
2: Yeah.
0: But at least all the churches would like say that they're churches.
1: Very true, dude. Kind of their whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, dude, that's an organization. That dude, the church is all about light and truth, dude. So of course, the, in the end, and they're it's not stand like on
0: organization. Like you, I yeah, think gonna were gonna kind of like, uh, you know, their name was mud, so of course they wouldn't have. But like the C D schools or the C D schools, they existed. They weren't hiding. Definitely, it. it's they were in not. The names.
1: That's true, dude. And they were still the C D school. Like it said C D on the t shirts. I think on those yeah. Aspen t shirts. You are right about that, dude. Uh, <laughs> but it's like. So what, dude? Seed schools are synodon schools. Definitely seed was a synodon, bro. Yeah, seed schools
0: are are synon schools. So
1: it's like the Elon school, the guy who started that just either saw a program or was in one. I don't remember, but he briefly encountered one and was like, I have to do this. And then went and started a school. I would Mm. say that's a synodon school. You know what I mean? Even if he wasn't like, I have to, I'm, Sin and On is important to me and I want to carry its message. He was just like, these people are getting rich yelling at teenagers, dude. The fucking sick, dude. What do you call this? The, the game? Yeah, we do that. I'm starting a school in Maine. <laughs> I'm eventually running for governor. You know Got what I mean? That. Like, he didn't win. No, I don't think, I think he didn't even become the actual candidate. Like, he ran in a primary. Mm-hmm. But it was like, he was serious. He was serious enough to hire a guy who is now a state senator. Uh, and was like a government guy at the time that that blew me away but jamie
0: how hard it must have be to get the state government in maine
1: i know especially like in 84 or whatever i know and the guy had hella money dude
0: i probably could have run maine at that point
1: i mean i think so dude my main source of Maine information is Stephen King novels. And of course. It seems like there's about 12 people in Maine and eight of them can't read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so They yeah. all
0: use the N word. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been meaning to reread uh, On Writing, I think, which you know, I can't help but think of you when I think of it now. I'm a
0: huge fan of the book.
1: I know you are. Yeah, I know.
0: An evangelist.
1: I know. I, I really feel like I I have read it before, but it'll basically be a first time like it's been long enough yeah yeah uh so i'm looking forward to i gotta find it on this fucking bookshelf dude like i know i have it somewhere
0: a lot of books on there
1: i know i mean they're completely double backed now so i kind of need to i got those those empty shelves i think will help relieve some of the pressure Mm. listener won't see it neither will the viewer dude dude (laughs) i don't know i don't mean to derail anything but i am so excited dude i want to share it for the listener what? Shared for the listener slash manage expectations, dude. And we got a new gearhead in town, dude. The new... I'm not the producer, dude. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a visual only, dude. Cinematographer, I think, is what I would describe my role Yeah, honestly.
0: just I've been... The videos that are on YouTube, I've put them there.
1: Yes, I've done nothing to it's do with now, any... I don't uh, even know the password to the YouTube it's account. It's
0: now become too onerous a task.
1: I'm so excited dude.
0: And uh I've said I refuse to do it's it. It's so
1: important to me that the so, video component go on.
0: I, yeah and I I just I know that I mean, well, you
1: know, we'll see. <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm fucking doing it, I feel it, like dude.
0: someone will listen to this episode in December, check the YouTube, see if it hasn't progressed past episode 13. <laughs> know, dude.
1: Well, that's like, what I'm saying. What
0: the fuck was this? That's
1: literally why I bring it up. I'm like, <coughs> if you are listening to this because you prefer YouTube, but in a, like, a desperate moment months down the line, you checked to see if they even make this fucking thing anymore, and you saw that there are hundreds of episodes and none of them are on video, I'm working on it, dude. (laughs) like so this is your first maybe not your first one probably your seventh uh but dude i'm very excited i think we're gonna have some fun times dude i might put in little little cap, you know little edits little like you know youtubers it'll be like you'll be like i just like if you flub a word i'm gonna i'll write in the typo you know what i'm talking about yeah i guess Have you so. ever seen like a quirky youtube video where the person's like and so i made a v- video you know and then it's like real quick it's like video like comes up like they just yeah adds a little something i'll probably do that maybe once i think no one will ever notice it or respond and then i'll become discouraged and never do it again okay yeah so anyway jump in the <laughs> comments if any of this has happened i'm pretty excited though yeah and anyway, it Go on. No.
0: <laughs> I, go on with
1: what? I have no fucking clue.
0: Dude, no, I mean, I don't know. I just... I, I think that the... Uh, what was the word you had for the family stuff?
1: I call it... I, don't, I didn't make this up. I think I'm just fucking mashing terms together. But like the narcissistic family structure.
0: Yeah. And what does that mean?
1: Well, I think it's a structure that is geared towards... Without getting too far into detail, many cultural theorists and observers have like observed that we're in an age of narcissism, which I don't fully agree with. But to collapse a lot of things together, I think it basically means when you have like pathological narcissism in your personality or in a family structure or an organization, our fucking society, man, um, it's all about supporting a fake image or a lie. Basically, like an image of perfection. So the classic, I think, for the Excel, no family was exactly this. But, you know, the, the family is upper-middle-class successful – Parents have good jobs or one parent has a good job. Both kids are on their way to Ivy League colleges. Everybody's always happy. You can never show any signs of like somebody's upset or sad or like the family fights or anything like that. So the perfect kid kind of displays all those good characteristics. The other kid breaks down, blah, blah, blah. And like the figureheads, not to like demonize the parents, dude, but it's like as the leaders of that, that familiar culture, if you are prioritizing the image or even the image to yourselves, like if our family lie within the house is that we're all always happy And any emotion, uh, other than, or that doesn't support that is like, uh, emotion non grata basically. And like cast into the realm of non-being that like fucks your kid up. If you're a certain kind of kid, cause it's telling you that a significant portion of your reality is not real. Uh, and that like is the path to mental illness basically, I think, um, but so like to, to call the structure or the functioning within that kind of like paradigmatic family narcissistic is just to say it's supporting an image and uh a, a it's an act you know self-will run riot AA. it's mm-hmm. a willful act rather than saying we're going to foster a community in a place where everyone can be while also becoming you know what they need to become We are going to decide what everyone is and they need to become more of that and that's not how people work or grow and so i mean to me that's like what narcissism is a shorthand for is like elevating a fake image rather than like creating a community of interrelated people who you know can grow into the best versions of themselves that's thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about that that was great stuff i mean real 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 talk i think that's like what the kingdom of heaven and god is about it's like the opposite of narcissism i do believe that like just creating the space where there's always even if there's a power dynamic like with a, a parent and kid where you're like you're not trying to make your daffodil kid into a rose or whatever you're like watering the daffodil Learning about what soils best for them, and you know, fucking helping them grow, while realizing that you're also a gardener, and the daffodils helping you be more of that. You know what I mean? It's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. That is yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how we. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Like. Uh. You know. Just my brother has two children. They're about the same difference in age as my brother and I were. Um. And uh, certainly when I didn't have a job, I would spend a good amount of time. Like, I would just uh, go and drop Izzy off at mm-hmm. my parents' house so they would watch Izzy. Yeah, yeah. And the kids would be around. And yeah. then, like, most must, weekends that's good. last summer, uh, we would all, like, the family would be at the lake. Yeah. And so I would see, you know, all of their dynamics pretty clearly. And it was just wild to me that, like... Uh, I would say it was like two or three times over the course of the entire summer where it seemed really, really obvious that one of my family members was like picking sides in a conflict in a way that wasn't lining up with the facts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like it was that, you know, one of these kids I've decided that they're annoying Yeah. And so I don't really care about who hit who first.
1: Right, right, right. I just think the
0: annoying one should shut up.
1: That frustrates me to hear.
0: And, you know, it didn't, like, I think that a lot, like, I can remember more or less saying, like, no, this isn't fair. He provoked me.
1: Yeah, it, like, puts me back in that space. Yeah. Like, feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I, I remember always being, like, you guys don't understand. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But like they gave that so little purchase that like I didn't give it any purchase. Like yeah. I knew as the words are coming out of my mouth that like important parts of me had already stopped believing them.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and watching it like as an adult, seeing the exact same dynamic play out, it was like, it's blindingly obvious yeah. what's going on there yeah you know of like that you're picking favorites like yeah. you've you've selected each for their role yeah and like how is this two-year-old going to overcome that
1: i mean you, the no two-year-old chance. looks to you to understand how the world is and how they are dude and it's like basically pre-verbal like you're they're learning that who they are is this version of what this person has decided yeah you know what i mean yeah It's tough.
0: And like, I don't know, there'd be times where they'd be like, yeah, you know, um, they're just in one of those moods, you know, like there's nothing we can do. Right. And like, I'd go over and be like, so what's going on? You know, like what's the problem? They'd be like, well, I want this one specific thing that's pretty easy for me to get. And I'd be like, okay, I can get that for you. Yeah. And then they're good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, you know, I mean, a lot of times like having with kids – Having it the, the person speaking change, like, they do – and, I mean, that's, like, also true of adults. Like, the, you get kind of sure. dug into the conflict, and whenever you switch out personalities, it's an opportunity to refresh your stance. Definitely. Like, this Definitely. person didn't hear the things that you just said, so now you, you can – like, if they sounded dumb to you and you said them, right. you can – be like well, well i never heard you know
1: yeah yeah and i think uh, like the kid in that scenario it's like easier to see what's going on with everybody with kids but it's i think it's yeah. true with everybody but like with a kid it's easy to see like they think the the parent or the whoever's been watching them that is like dug into a conflict part of their being is like they're just reacting to that so they yeah. feel threatened and unsafe and you know in tension with their caregivers And their response is like, rage, dude. It's kind of narcissistic rage, but it's okay for little kids to be narcissistic, dude. They're supposed to be. What else are
0: they going to do? Exactly,
1: dude. So they're like raging because like these people they love are like not loving them in the way they understand it. You know, they can be when they're disciplining them or whatever. But uh, it's like a new person comes in and I think especially with you, you know, kind of like Olivia on Law and Order SVU, you know, with just like a calm demeanor of like, Hey, buddy. You know, it's like the kid immediately is like, it's not natural or good or like normal to be in a default state of like, fuck you. You know what I mean? To be like that kind of kid. So it's like, it is amazing how quickly when an adult like breaks that cycle, but it's like, it shouldn't be in a cycle between a kid and an adult. But it always takes yeah. somebody to be like, guard's going down. And it's like, It's easy when you're the adult doing it but even between adults somebody's got to be like you know what this may allow me to get hurt here but this this has got to stop so i'm gonna chill out that may mean that you say fuck you again you know what i mean like i'm not gonna say it back dude let's talk and like that first gesture is so hard to get to uh but it's like so easy to see like in the situation you just described like how fundamental it is
0: yeah, like, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to impugn, you know, my family members for failing to meet this child's needs because yeah, yeah, yeah. if they had asked them the same question I did, they would have gotten a different response because that yeah. dynamic's already been established. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, so, I like, I, I get that it's not like my unique approach solved this situation. That, like, yeah. just the fact that I'm, you know, another person here is doing no, all of I mean, work. mean, it's...
1: I agree with that, but it's not necessarily the case that someone else would have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's kind of hard, like, and now that I have a kid, there are times where I'm like, she's in a fucking mood. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, she's been crying a lot. Um, I still try to, like, help her. Like, yeah, and you know,
0: you know, when they haven't had sleep. and.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, like I'm saying, like... I don't know the, whoever you're talking about or even when we were talking about like the family structure as our own parents. It's not like my parents were like, this is a family that's founded on lies or whatever. It was like, they want to be happy, dude. They are trying hard to be happy themselves. And when a kid is like presenting really complex behavioral and emotional problems and you've tried a bunch of shit. So I think that's the difference in our story. I did, they did try a bunch of shit. And that's why I, it's like, I don't know. I do feel like the warehouse was very important at Excel. Like the being able to provide a stable warehouse was a huge amount of like practically what was actually going on there. That's um, interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, I, I started to make a point earlier. Um, and I want to, you know, yeah, n- yeah. it's, it's near where, what we're talking about now. So I, I want to uh, finish it out just cause I thought it was important to make. Yeah. Um, people like, you know, will ask me about the, you know, uh, what do you think your parents should have done at age 14? Right. That's always what they mean is like at age 14, what do I think that they should have done? Right. And I would just say that like, uh, that's uh, the wrong way of looking at it. Um, you know, like, like with a lot of things, once you get to the point where there's no good options, then there's no good options. But like, there was a million points before that.
1: I was about to say that, dude, it's like the 14 seems like the right age, but
0: I mean, zero is the fucking age yeah, to start asking yourself these questions. Yeah. Uh, because like, you know, at, at, at the point where like, cause we've we talked about the dynamics on, or, you know, my understanding of what was going on there on this podcast before of just like, I, I did not feel seen. I was craving feeling seen Um, and I was seeking that by, you know, being disruptive in class, which like caused conflicts that I then, you know, created negative feelings, um, that I tried to, you know, deal with by using drugs. Yeah. Um, makes sense. So like, you know, if just, uh, you know, some shit came up this weekend where like, um, you know, I, I, uh, I had a, a blueberry bagel. Okay. I wanted some strawberry cream cheese. Okay. And uh, they were like, uh, well, we got the kind with chives. Uh, I'm like. It's the opposite. If you had a fucking thing of dog shit, that <laughs> would have the same value to me. You as
1: did not keep common chive on, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm like.
1: Yeah, dude. I fucking. You're I not
0: interfacing with the thing I'm talking about. I'm like, not a you're cream not, cheese
1: head, but I get what you're saying, dude.
0: But just, like, you don't put fucking savory foods on top of sweet foods and vice versa. Or, I mean, like, some people do with chicken and waffle stuff, but, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I was, like... Some people engage in BDSM, you know,
0: there's a lot of freaks out
2: there.
1: Exactly, like, if if this is, like, if you had waffles and you're, like, do I have, do you have syrup? And they'd be, like, we have Tabasco. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, not really the same category. So,
0: what, what you're communicating back to me, like, the only thing I'm hearing is that, like, you... Don't care at all.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: You know? Yeah, and so, yeah. like...
1: I've seen you... I think it was a waffle-based dispute I this is what I'm c- calling to mind. Like, a similar... Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Like,
1: yeah. just a similar where you're like, it's definitely not what I'm talking about, dude. And I think it was me, maybe. Like, be like, <laughs> yeah, but the toaster has a waffle setting. And you're just like, shut the fuck up, dude. like... You know, like <laughs> yeah I, I whoever it was i feel bad for them like, <laughs> okay you wanted cream cheese dude. <laughs> but i do know what you mean dude that it's uh confusing because they're both cream cheese but the i mean chive versus strawberry it's like you wanted strawberries and they offered you onions basically yeah, yeah. 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 like that's yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: um and so you know uh that i think that that kind of stuff that's it's holding in front of someone's nose that like you're not seeing them you know, yeah, de- yeah, like it's a tiny yeah, yeah, example yeah. of it. Obviously, it doesn't matter Ooh, what it kind of...
1: up though, dude.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whatever the message you are receiving constantly <laughs> is that like, uh, the whatever you offer, the advice they're offering, like as a definitional part of it, re- acknowledges that they don't care about the conflict and don't want to bother to understand it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just
0: repeating the message over and over that your conflicts don't matter to us. Yeah. Your emotions don't matter to us. Yeah,
1: definitely. Like...
0: You know, um, and so like, I feel like I was getting those small messages in a pretty constant drip. And so like, that's like, you want to talk about a change. Like, you're like, what, what, what could we have done? Right. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. By the time I'm fucking 14 and I'm flipping out, if I have to sit in a classroom for five minutes consecutively. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of good options at that point. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you
0: just told me that I was alive and that I had valid feelings on a somewhat regular basis throughout the previous time then like i'm not going to be flipping out in class you know like
1: i do i agree
0: you can't solve these problems at that point you have to solve them before they're problems
1: i i completely agree man like i think it's like yeah those are behavioral manifestations of like things that have been going on for so long at that point i knew a guy who like kind of knew, he didn't know the details, but he knew I went to a, a place, you know, and uh, his kid was having trouble. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, like, know them that well, mm-hmm. but I I got the sense he was kind of like, Excel was close, so it wasn't like they were like, should he go to Excel? But it was basically like... You
0: never had anyone no, ask that?
1: Definitely. No, no, no. I don't think so, but this was maybe the closest I came because it was like, I don't know what to do, dude. And I know you've you've hinted that you've had an extreme youth. The way I know you is way different. So I'd like to know more about how you got from point A to point B.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: was like, I'll tell you, but I'm telling you right now, dude, you don't, that's not what I'm going to recommend to you. To, you know, uh, I was like you, and then I immediately started being like, you got to be so careful, dude. Don't like, there's a whole bunch of red flags. Like I thought, someone was asking me, like, I'm thinking about sending my kid away. It wasn't anything like that. It was like, that was just me kind of mentally extrapolating way too far based on, like, my own things. But, uh, you know, we just, like, talked for a little bit. And then later, all I remember, you know, I obviously wouldn't reveal any details, but it was like everybody was doing good. And I was like, well, what happened, dude? And they were basically like, yeah, we talked to somebody. And the main thing was like, when you're feeling a way, you gotta like fucking tell you. You have to say that, and when the other people are telling you how they feel, it will make you feel a way. But you gotta kind of hit pause on that and listen to how they feel and think about that. What do you What you know about that? <laughs> like, and I was like, I would love, yeah. That. I, and he was like, it's really as simple as that, dude. But it was like they were also equally confused, dude like it's hard to come to that I think in your day to day unless somebody is literally being like that's what you have to do. And luckily that like this guy it wasn't my advice dude. It was like whatever I was like don't send him to Skull." He was like Roger that. I'll tell you in a year how this turned out. You know. And it was like it turned out you just have to talk about your feelings. And listen. Like and that was basically the main thing.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I uh, I just of all the things that I feel like active feelings about regarding all that, it's just I I wish someone would have tried that. Yeah. I, I think it would have worked and saved me four years.
1: Hard to know. I think you deserve the chance to find out. You know what I mean? I like, think so. I, I Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree.
0: I mean, listen, they tried several things. And yeah, yeah. All of those I, you know, told them to fuck off and that it was a dumb idea and they were stupid for thinking it. Yeah. You know. So I I don't want to present it as if like uh it was just innocent me over here just asking like can we please go to therapy and then being like no like they were sending me to therapy all the time.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I think that's that's good to raise that. Yeah, I, also to give my parents fair credit, they were constantly not constantly, but I everything they tried to do and it was a lot like therapy, different kinds, you know, whatever. At each juncture, I mercilessly ridiculed the idea. Refused to go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, did not ever make it easy. So, God damn it. Um, It's not the doorbell, is it? I I have no idea. I think he just woke up. But, uh... Yeah, but I never felt like in any of them, it was going to be like, we're going to go and you're going to talk about your feelings and everyone's going to listen and then make changes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. And maybe that was no. just me assuming, but I was always like, I,
0: The one being asked to make changes always was me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's how
0: can we take you to this person so that they can help you make the changes that obviously you need to make?
1: Yeah. And the therapist would, like, just become another voice in that fucking choir, dude. i yeah. know, I'd just be like, yes. I, believe me, know more than any of you how difficult life is becoming. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I need tips, dude. Like, yeah. something beyond more than just, like, have you tried not being the way you are? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, even, I, so I, one day I want to talk about, like, my Princeton high school experiences. But I got put in, like, the, the classes for, like, very slow kids. And, uh, like, that was where, like, Princeton High School is very, like, white, you know, but it's more diverse than you would think. Uh, but it's, like, very unilati- unidirectionally selected when you put you got in the remedial classes. So there was like, uh, I feel like I got a different version I, of this is, like, of the kids that the school didn't care about as much, like, where I was. But there was a lady in there who was a translator for the kids who only spoke Spanish.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I was so difficult in class that she ended up like helping me a lot, <laughs> like because I would like act up so much. And I remember like she said to me, "Kind of, you're doing it now," and I do it all the time, like fidget all the time. Yeah. And she was just like, "So I failed biology freshman year, mm-hmm. and then I took it again sophomore year." And this is before I got into Excel. I got better behavior-wise in, in from freshman year to sophomore year at high school. But still, it was not good enough. Like mm-hmm. I still got kicked out of the high school. Yeah. But the lady I remember, like, was after my second go go-round at the beginning of biology. She she took me aside and she was just like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to say, last year you you could you talked you were like you would run out of the classroom like you were impossible, and I noticed like I know it's still hard for you. I see you sitting here and I know you know I can tell." your legs start shaking like when you've been still like within five minutes but i can tell you're trying and i know it's not easy and like i i think you're doing good and it's like obviously i still remember that dude that was pretty fucking rare dude i'll bet i'm not trying to be a snowflake but like a little more of that since the one time it happened is like the morsel of hope that like kept me like i was like there is kindness in the educational system or whatever. Yeah. It's like a little more of that, I think. I feel like right every
0: out. time that a school administrator was trying to say something nice to me, it was like, it was always, here's a compliment. You, We know that you have potential to do more than you're doing now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: that's not a compliment. It's, like a, classic, it's a criticism. feel
1: like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. There's needs to be more space. Maybe the kids get it now more. I don't know.
0: I would bet that on average they get it more. Well, it
1: does seem like the teachers are fucking much more sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, teacher employment law is fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I think like performing arts, teacher, education, anything where the people, maybe social work stuff, where the people actually are more like sensitive. They're not like they didn't go to business school to max out their dollars, Uh but they end up in a business kind of environment. That's where you get fun employment law those are people who so? kind of like follow their hearts a little bit more. So there's, you know, more tawdry stories, more fucking drama, you know, more conflict, more like, honestly, like in a business environment, it's like, yo, your numbers fucking suck this quarter. And it's like, I know, dude, sorry. Like that, I mean, that's really all you can do. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if you're like, you're not reaching the kids this quarter, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's either like, I know, but I'm going through all this stuff or just being like, how dare you? this is my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's very, it's, it's fun. I never had a, I wish I did, dude, but I never had any clients that had like unionized teachers. I feel like that would have, like, would have been a fun environment. But unionized performing arts people, I think are like some of the, the most fun environments to be in.
0: So I, I had a conversation uh, today with, uh, you know, Dan, Dan called me uh mcdowell who yeah, i yeah, worked yeah. on the show with yeah yeah um he's been listening to the podcast
1: holla back dan and uh he i don't say holla back in that that's the, i don't say that like that i want to withdraw that but not the sentiment okay a, i'm not the kind of guy who says things like that
0: i mean you did i
1: can't believe it dude this is, um anyway
0: but yeah so he uh he was just asking like if you and I were going to start a school trying to do these things, like what would we do? What things? Help kids. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, dude. Okay.
0: And I think we could do it. I, you Do, do you think we could do it?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, it depends on the kids. I like, definitely really think I could start a school. If right? you
0: ran Excel.
1: Okay, but tell me how I come to run this Excel. Did I? Am I replacing Jamie after she got fired?
0: No, or let's like, just say it's like out of whole cloth.
1: We, we got a grant. We have six credit cards and a parcel of land that we can buy with them. Yeah. And it's like, assume we have a steady flow of kids coming in, like clients. Because marketing and getting the kids, that's my first question is, how are we doing that? Because that kind of gets to how you run the school. It does. Because you got to get the educational consultants in there visiting you know, pretty early. See,
0: I couldn't even engage with it this far.
1: <laughs> like, well, oh, this is fun. I mean,
0: I mean, I want to. I'm interested in your thoughts on it. So, you know. so
1: assuming all that stuff, like we got kids, dude, is what I'm saying. Like, and, and it hasn't hampered our ability because I think part of it early. No, d-
0: but you're right, though. Like, uh, how you market it is like that's a, that's one of the times where you have to choose whether or not you're going to stay true to your principles or you're going to compromise.
1: For
2: sure.
0: And so, no, I don't think that. I think that it would ruin the experiment to be like assume a steady flow of kids.
1: Okay. So we're trying to get kids in the door, too. We're trying to convince parents.
0: you try to pay off these credit cards.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have these credit cards. We need cards. money, but our mission is not money. It's to, to save these kids. I mean, I hope so. Okay. I mean, for the experiment. Because if it's money, dude, I mean... I mean, if
0: you started one of those schools right now... It, yeah what well he... if it's
1: money for me dude i'm scamming everybody dude and i'm <laughs> taking the money back giving it to the kids dude that's like <laughs> okay. yeah, this experiment if money's the goal but if it's really to help kids that's a completely different No, it's
0: thing. it's whatever goal that you would settle on <clears throat> now yourself
1: with the money i would do something similar to what they did and if, if i can get it like that get that private equity cash get my weird i wouldn't charge what they f- charged well you charge more
0: no i would charge less
1: oh and get more kids in? Are we trying to max money out?
0: I mean I just think it's fucked up if you're like saying like it's it just
2: ooh whenever I got you're an like idea, I've got dude. you
0: over a barrel like I the, what they do is whatever you show up they say your kids going to die. I've seen a million like this and half of them are fucking dead now. And That's going to be your kid if you don't fucking listen to me. And what I'm about to say is that you need to pay me fifty thousand dollars a year. This is That's what I so would do, fucked dude. up, and it's that's a fucked up sentence to say, no matter what. And I would never say shit like that. And so I'd probably have fewer kids in my f- hypothetical school. Yeah, but like I think
1: fewer kids we have. That's an, the way to go. And
0: important part of like the morals there, like another place where like the mor- you can change, you know, up and down is like the, that amount of money you say that fucking matters. That matters a lot to be like i you know your kid's going to die and you're going to and uh unless you give me x uh then you, like no, the dude. person who asks for a lower x is a better person than someone Obviously. who asks for a higher x
1: i mean i get what you're saying dude and it does it depends dude because it, it's that becomes a function of how many kids you can bring in which is a function of like your attention you got to pay staff members to watch them you know what i mean like getting more kids means you need more revenue to run the school more kids also means more revenue it's just it needs to be enough you know what i mean and i would go the opposite direction dude that's what i'm thinking dude
0: just how many fucking kids had like and i don't know this doesn't work because uh in our opinion the school you know was a much worse option than like a random other treatment but right. let's say that they did have the solution to putting you into a drug free life. Yeah. The number of parents that like called up a place like that, found out the price tag, and were like, oh, okay, sorry. There's no way we could pay that. Right. That'd be really fucked up.
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless what your solution was, which is you you're always going to be suspect of. No, no, no. I'm saying like if you would come to the conclusion like yeah it would be nice if it was five bucks a month that actually impairs my ability to help anybody like i need this amount of tuition to have a functioning for definitely my there's an work.
0: amount at which like you're covering costs like, and like, like making it, it so i can make house payments like, and Elon i do need Musk to have a house
1: ha, has to charge a certain amount or he can't make teslas like uh, you know what i mean like you can't be like there are people who won't get teslas if you don't charge enough or you try you know what i mean it's like there can't be a factory if you don't charge a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. Uh, so I'm I, just
0: saying that like it's clear from the purchases that they made. Definitely that did. they were not. They didn't need a PT cruiser every at a year. We were you yeah.
1: there during the PT cruiser purchases.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sick, dude. <laughs> they really thought they were cool. I mean, that's yeah. as much you need to know about the school.
1: Yeah, that's funny, dude. I'm like, I'm trying to make jokes. I'm like, oh, it's so bad. They bought three PT Cruisers. I'm like, is that an offensive stereotype that the three women who together, who live together that run a cult drug boarding school all together? They drive went, PT went to a Chrysler dealership together? together
0: and were like, <laughs> pull around three of the PTs.
1: Yeah, dude. One we was want purple. them in purple,
0: blue, yeah. and whatever.
1: Was one fucking in wood grain? <laughs> is it that wood it grain? It might have been. It
0: <laughs> might have been.
1: Dude. What is it? Gripping gray and sipping the same, dude. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what they were doing.
1: Dude, and then they got the F-150s and the Explorers and shit. Then they started buying their kids' cars.
0: Uh, it was Rams. And, uh, oh, they got
1: Rams. dude. Didn't, uh, no, they had F-150s for a minute, dude.
0: There was one F-150. I'm trying to remember. They had that
1: Explorer hybrid one.
0: They definitely had Explorers and Expeditions.
1: No, remember that one that was like it was like a a short pickup truck kind of. It was like a mix between Explorer Sport Track. Something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. them
0: having Explorer Sport Track. One of their
1: kids they bought him one right when they started balling, dude.
0: Yeah. Um someone had one. You're right. Oh, uh Dino had an Explorer Sport Track, a two door Explorer. He did, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was yeah. it red? That sounds
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of.
0: Impractical as hell, but it's yeah, car. Yeah, and it turned
1: out they flip a lot like i remember (laughs) reading that being like "Hmm."
0: um but yeah no one like they they had like a new dodge ram and this was like whenever they had just switched to like that big body style okay and uh dino painted flames on a piece of shit f-150 and jamie was like fuck this ram i want the flames car
1: (laughs) that's funny dude well no if if there is a flame scar dude obviously jamie needs like she but the car sucks yeah i mean wait what kind of car was it
0: it was an f-150 it was another truck but like Pretty sick dude i mean the differentiation but, but, I, but
1: I think uh flames.
0: in general that uh it's unconscionable the things that auto manufacturers have done in moving from those small body styles to the big body styles uh just the pedestrian deaths are mounting and mounting every year and no one's fucking talking about it um but uh you can't deny like i don't think that she was like you know what i would like that ram but the pedestrians come first the big body styles obviously rule uh and so to go from a large body style truck to a small body style truck because one had flames like what are you four
1: yeah dude that's funny dude well, I think... Do you think it's just like somebody has something I want it? The cool thing has to be mine. No one can be the cooler one than me and the family. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's interesting, man. Yeah,
0: I just think she made the wrong calculation. But yeah, the, the thing that I told Dan on the school well, thing... Dude,
1: I have a wildly different answer for Dan's school thing, dude. When you get done with yours. Um, I'm excited for this plan, dude. I can't wait to start the school with you.
0: Is that... Uh, I think that like one... I think that having any group of kids together is going to necessitate a certain amount of what I would call abuse. Like, just I like blackout is a form You've of we've talked low about level this abuse.
1: a lot where it's like collateral damage where they're not like fucking with you because you're you, but it's just like to manage the herd, there has to be restrictions on your liberty.
0: Like, one of the worst things that they put me through there was we haven't even gotten to stuff that you don't even I I don't I mean I'm sure I mentioned to you at some point at some point they st- turned the kitchen over to a uh, hired outside adult
1: well this may be a classic I believe you that we've talked about this but I'm experiencing it as if <laughs> we haven't because I definitely feel like I did not know that and that is kind of blowing my mind, dude. Because Fair. it's like
2: it was, the whole it was thing insane. was the
1: kids did all the work of everything, dude. Yeah. So they're bringing in contractors. What were they making your beds for you too? No. Were they standing in the corner for you? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? I mean, this this really is blowing my mind. I know. They had caterers? No. No,
0: no, no, no. So what was was it? They like had a prison woman to feed? come in and fucking tell the kids what to do
1: oh what (laughs) you heard me so is this like aspen being like we need an adult or i don't know was this a staff member or like a consultant not really (laughs) okay thought it was an either or but all right right. i mean interesting (laughs) like this wasn't like one of the kooky nutritionists that they would have come in sometimes
0: not necessarily, but it had a little bit of that flavor. Okay, dude. It was like, a, we need you kids having a, a balanced breakfast kind of shit. Dude. We, and it was also, it, to, it also followed, um, you know I mean? Like, Hack was gone, Lee had walked off, the people that had, like, taken over for them had gotten in trouble.
1: Dude, the glory days were long gone, Same dude. old shit. It, it was, was just obviously, error. like...
0: Yeah, so, like, it was it was something the where ta- they could tell parents that we've got this new thing going on. It's more professional. Yeah. Look at what a real school we have. We've got a chef, you know? Yeah. Chef prepared meals for your, your beautiful children. Okay. While also solving the problem of, you know, just, like, the, the prison dynamics of having a kid who ran the kitchen. Like, that was just going to be the problematic. Feasting. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it was. Yeah, for sure. Um. Which you know, I would say was a cool thing about the school for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, definitely. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so they they had this, and whenever whenever this came in, I, I think it was like just my senior year. Okay. But, like, my senior just the shit that she would serve for breakfast was a fucking war crime. What was it, dude? Just cottage cheese. Ah!
1: Oh, you my God, me. dude. I hate cottage cheese. So I know. That's worse than tuna, dude. I know. Do you know about my history with cottage cheese, dude? Not about yours, dude, but I've fucking had
0: this shit touched my tongue, so it's that's not like hard for me to
1: imagine. My first traumatic memory of my whole life, dude. Sorry, mama you know, but you know, I don't like to air out the drama. Like no, this, my mom used
0: to eat it too. And like, I fucked. She like was like, try this. And I was like, well, clearly this, this woman's not to be trusted. This
1: was like our last and only to my recollection, like battle of the wills where afterwards, I think my parents were just like, eat whatever you want. We're done fucking trying because we got into like one of those battle of the wills and I couldn't have been more than like three or four and my mom was doing the, like, just take a spoonful. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I worked myself up so much. This is maybe the only time I've had cottage she's still in my life, dude. Uh, that finally, like, I, I, she was like, this will all be over if you just eat this one little spoonful. It's like a baby spoon, too, you know. Touch my tongue. I just projectile vomit all over the fucking kitchen table, dude. Because <laughs> like, I was so worked up, dude. Uh, so I still like viscerally, dude, that would have been worse than tuna for me. I, I would have been jailed to our kid. Like, and so, oh, this, this what is what I'm saying, she, dude. You had to eat cottage cheese? Give me more context, dude. Like, yeah. did she ban cereal? Was it optional? Or was it no. like everybody has to eat cottage this cheese? This is
0: what's being served, dude. But you get a cup of cottage cheese, you get a cup of grapefruit juice, and, like, a couple orange slices. This is,
1: like, 1970s Palm Beach diet They shit.
0: had this whole fucking thing about how, like, you can't learn with your breakfast, like, stomach all full. And, like, oh my, this is that the correct way to do shit, breakfast. It should just be more of just a snack. And, like, uh, they would have a quiche. Uh, except no one called a quiche we called a quiche. okay that's funny. because uh, because it was it was fucking it was below quiche. It was not like quiche Damn, dude. it was fucking vomit put into a fucking pie thing oh. that uh, they put put in the oven for a while. Dude,
1: breakfast was always pretty on um, like never on point point. I mean there was some good breakfast but so uh, what I'm it was saying never dude, objectionable <laughs> is like that this.
0: that is fucking torture. The days where I like yeah, knew because I would know tomorrow I would see them putting it up like I would I would have to fucking go to sleep that night, like knowing that it was going to be fucking I don't know twelve hours before I saw anything other than cottage cheese again
1: Ugh. and dude, you hear about like prisoners. And that's not a punishment dude, do you know about the prison loaf, the neutral loafs that, that yeah, like yeah. half the time that's what they're fucking flipping out about yeah they're like I, I don't would. mind the subhuman solitary confinement, but this food sucks so bad. And you, it always sounds petty when you say it. Like this isn't a big deal that the food sucks. You try it. But I fully agree, dude. It's like, dude, it, it's the root of your existence as a fucking organism.
0: But just the, you know, I mean, the cottage cheese is a particularly strong example, and like, no one in the school liked it. But everyone has foods that they don't like that other people like. Like you know, cottage cheese exists sure, and sure, is sure. For, available for sale in stores because other people think it's delicious. Some people, my mother being love one it, of them. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you're going to have a school. You're going to tell everyone, like, yeah, we only made one thing for lunch today. You all have to eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. that's a form of abuse.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, so, well, not necessarily if everyone likes the thing, but... I mean, if by chance... The situation you are describing is, You try to serve yeah. three
0: meals a day for an extended period of time to a group large enough, I'm pretty sure you are to be abusing some people along the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, here maybe my own, like, fucking internalized depression is rearing up a little bit. Because I'm like... I went through a lot of abuse. I see how food was used as abuse. If they made Frito pie, I don't think I'm abused if I just ride that meal out. But if I'm forced to eat it, I think I'm abused. Like so, I'm like, but I'm fully acknowledging that this may be my own internalized, like the way people are like, oh come on, it's, it's you know, some people think that going to Excel at all isn't that bad. I think this might be my own version where I'm like. Is it really abusive on the I don't nights. know anyone
0: who went that feels that way, really.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a few. There's a couple, I guess. Who You think there are any who are like still fully riding, like it was a good place we needed to be there? I, I'm not aware of any. Yeah, I fully, mean, you know, like, yeah.
0: I, I think that they'd say most of that. I think if I've talked to people who'd say most of that, and, you know, I... I don't know. I, I'm not here to tell anyone that what they think about the school is wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I,
1: I, exa- I fully agree, dude. Yeah. Uh, also, like, like I was saying in that book I read, Like sometimes people are just on their own journey. And it's like if you throw too much, if you insist that someone have the same awakening that you have or whatever, it's like you're, pro- you're going to alienate them at best. Maybe actually fuck them up.
0: And I mean, that seems like the narcissistic stuff you're talking about. I agree,
1: dude. Yeah. I almost wonder if at our first lunch, I was doing the narcissistic thing of like, I'm so excited about this new idea. I must make sure that everyone else like has it in their heads.
0: I mean, it helped me out a lot.
1: Yeah, I think in that case it was, yeah. Why well, would you feel bad about it? Well, at times I know that I know it's not always welcome, but I think in this case it wasn't good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: Um, but yeah, so my my answer to him was that, yeah, that I I, I wouldn't, want to do it i think that I, I don't know what to do really um because i can see that there are kids that like probably with their family is not the best place for them mm-hmm. i've went to school with some kids
1: where for that sure. was true yeah, yeah, yeah i've shadowed visits where that was clear
0: yeah and i mean you know like a uh, real outlier example but just to illustrate the point like there was a guy who was sent there because i mean there was Extenuating circumstances. He had had a, a brain injury. And I don't know exactly how this factors in, but it seems possible to me that, uh, you know, I mean, given the other things I know about the, how the brain works, like it could have some accounting for it, but uh, he molested a sibling. Mm-hmm. And, and just when you think about the parents, quick, like it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You're not, te- I mean, I, I, I know that there are specific people that have this scenario, but I will say, I, we didn't plan this this way or anything, but just knowing how we tell stories here, this is a story that's anonymous enough uh, that it could be other people that went to Excel. Like, there were other kids that had traumatic brain injuries, and I think some of them were the touch their siblings' kids. Like, I, I don't just want to be like, I don't want to name the kid, although. It's fine. Like, I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, okay.
0: I'm trying to be cool. Don't so make it less I, cool. I know. No, I, you're think not. I, no, I, I started um, out, but I
1: realized, dude, I but fucking so, uh, did the opposite.
0: So, you know, I think about that from like, when I was there, I was kind of like, there was a time where I was like, so they just like took him out of their family, huh? How's he supposed to feel about that? But thinking about it from the other side.
1: Uh, It's worse than someone making you eat cottage cheese. You can't
0: make, like, his sibling just continue living in the house. Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: You can't do it. You're making them eat cottage cheese a fucking lot. When they're like, hey, I'm being molested. And you're like, you got to chill. Yeah. He's your brother. So, like, like,
0: what do you want then? Like, do, do I think that there should be no option for this kid to go live somewhere?
1: I don't know that we should have gone to the same school. I agree with that. But, I mean, this kid actually, well... You know,
0: far from the biggest problem that I had, yeah. you
1: know, he and I had a couple, I don't want to get into it.
0: Oh, really? He's a pretty neutral figure. I agree,
1: dude. And i I fully, I don't okay. think he's like a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. He had a TBI, dude. He had problems, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you were saying.
0: Yeah. Just, you know, like, uh, so that, that to me illustrates that like, like you know it's it's too easy for me to say you just can't have any places like that because then someone should be able to reasonably go to me and be like all right well where do we put this kid you want him to put him back in the yeah, fucking room, the room fucking with attic? the sibling
1: like yeah, 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 yeah. what do you want to do yeah
0: um so like you need an answer to that ultimately
1: and you don't have to molest your sibling to be such a fucking issue that you're fucking up your sibling
0: and I just think about I, you know. even even like whenever it's you and I running it or whatever. Like I don't know, dude. You I I know I, I don't know if you'll like uh you know receive this information in the right energy to react this way. But I think that I could after time get you to admit that uh, <laughs> you would be in some ways scared of running this a place like this because like the potential for self corruption is too great.
1: Definitely, dude. I mean, my solution is I'm having fun with the hypothetical because if this were yeah. ever true, I would definitely be like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But in this hypothetical, dude, it would be like when Magneto runs the X-Men school, dude.
2: <laughs> Immediately,
1: my first solution would be on the money issue. We fu- we greatly reduced the number of kids. And I basically, the other thing I was thinking of was that book, The Secret History. Have you read or have we talked about that?
0: No.
1: Uh it's like a it takes place on a liberal arts college where like there's a classics professor who has like a small group of kids who like get into shady stuff and they're like his his kind of click. It's a cool book. It's interesting, uh, but I basically turn Excel into that, and we would only accept really rich kids who we thought were manageable and could vibe and we could help, and then we would be like our tuition is actually. Five hundred grand a year, or like some, you know, whatever. But we got it like this. I'm telling you, your kids are gonna be fucking cool, dude. Like they're not gonna OD or anything. And then I would just because we're selecting for the kids, I'd be like, yo, (coughs) just fucking don't die. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna be growing weed. Like I, I don't care if you smoke weed. Like I think it's good. Like for you, you guys are obviously advanced. And, you know, we'd work with their issues if we needed to.
0: I was really kind of starting to see it until the, and of course we grow weed. Well,
1: they're not going to want to be there. Because I would be like, yo, don't fuck my money up, kids. Like, you're going to get sent to an Excel-like school if you don't work out here. So let's keep this a good place. You know what I mean? We do have to have basic ground rules. Why do you you got to grow weed for that? I mean, it kind of just came to me. But I was thinking the kids would want some kind of... Fucking something to do. I
0: feel you like having juveniles grow illegal street drugs is
1: bad. I mean, they're barely illegal at this point. But they
0: are bad for developing minds.
1: They are yeah, well look, as a parent, I'm not fucking saying I'm not like, dude, my kid needs to fucking eat vitamins and minerals and cannabis. Like, I don't think that. Uh but I think if a kid is a teenager and the that that kid's relationship with the world is already such that they're like doing hard drugs and you're just like i mean i'm again kind of being funny dude i mean i don't know that that's. i feel like we necessary. can just lop
0: off the weed growing part and yet a fine well, idea maybe the more you just important keep thing that you that. probably
1: don't like because i was like well, obviously we would be eating fucking mushrooms dude and like going through issues also and helping them develop their strengths
0: i mean that's just you know bleeding edge psychology treatment.
1: I mean, for sure. And then this ultimately ends with the, like, we're all, it's like a good version of MK ultra. And then we go and fucking avenge I, ourselves. I don't think the there's world. any bad one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, See, I feel like I feel about MK ultra the way you feel about synod I feel like that's where when people are like troubled industry, I got MK ultra. I'm like, I know what you're saying, but that's, there is not a direct link between MK ultra and synod it no one has disproven that Dietrich took LSD as part of like experiments in the sixties, mm-hmm. but no one knows more than that. And so I kind of feel like probably the way you feel about how I think it's Excel is synod on that where people are like, all of these schools are kind of like okay. a, a bastard child of MK ultra. Yeah. But I, I don't it seems to miss the point. You know, it's well, unless you think the CIA like created the whole California counterculture, like the cult environment introduced psychedelic drugs into it and then like propped up charismatic co-leaders. Then it's like, again,
0: I do not think that.
1: I mean, it's historically true that they did though. Right. I mean, I'm not saying Charles Dieterich, but no,
0: nah, I mean like, like, like I think that you would point to Ken Kesey as like an important link in that chain. And I've, done a decent amount of watching movies about him and reading articles about him, and uh, he's the guy who wrote uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest for people who don't automatically know the name Ken Kesey. Yeah, but and the CIA big-time also... Big-time hippie guy, and he and he was in MKUltra, and, like, I don't know, it's just, like, they would show up, they'd give him acid, and, like, he was like, is there somewhere else I can buy this? Like, that was the extent of the CIA's involvement.
1: Maybe with him. But yeah, but
0: I think that if you're trying to build, like, a, you know what the CIA did... The they, CIA built, was actively they built the counterculture in California. Like he is the like Ken Kesey's like I don't know top three five figure I mean, maybe
1: for you dude, but
0: no, just in the history of the counterculture in California. Like I *Grateful Dead* like flows from Ken Northwest. Kesey. I mean, like he was from uh, Oregon and like went back to Oregon, but yeah. like he was uh, going to the Stanford Writing School during this time, so he's in.
1: That's San also Francisco. not Southern California.
0: You said California.
1: Okay. Sorry. I meant, maybe San I didn't Francisco mean it. Is maybe in I'm California. conveniently reframing my argument because you're making good points, but I consider this stuff more Southern California. Like,
0: well, then you're going to have a little bit of hard time with the cold stuff. When you said cold, I thought you meant Jonestown and that's the Northern California.
1: No, I mean like Charles Manson, inherent vice, inherent uh, vice
0: and on, same thing. Only I getting, mean, only got two so far. No, it's fine. No, I, I know what you
1: dude. Uh, yeah, but uh, dude, also I have a Synodon on book. Interestingly enough, dude, from a boarding school library in Ojai, California. Oh, really? Which, yeah, dude. It's I. I don't want to pull it down right What's now. What's
0: the? But, isn't there stuff <coughs> about Ojai and? Yeah, inherent well, vice.
1: I don't think it's in the novel. I think that it's added in the movie, but when he's visiting the clinic that... See, and I think you're actually being a little more direct with the Inherent Vice in on link. Like, if you were giving it the same skepticism that you're giving the real world link, you would attack it a little harder because it's not like they ever say Sin and on an in Inherent Vice. You're right. Uh, That's right. But, you know, like I posted that paper on Instagram a while ago where like a lady at Duke made the same connection. Like, we're not imagining it. But uh, while he's visiting it, they're like, why are you here? Because he's pretending to be from Northern California. Uh, but, and then he's like, my clients believe Ojai is a planetary chakra. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Esalen was started there, which is another Southern California cult around the 60s. And my that- only
0: connection to Ojai is uh, it's near the Cowboys training camp, and there's a golf course that the uh, ticket hosts will talk about constantly when they're covering Cowboys training camp.
1: Yeah, dude. They, at, uh, they
0: it, once saw Michael Jordan on the course.
1: That's cool, dude. At Ohio, It's so beautiful up there. I'll bet. Well, dude, that's what I was thinking of because, you know, the whole point in Inherent Vice is like, I think a lot of it is like, are things good or bad? Which is like sounds kind of, you know, fake deep. But it's like, that's really the main question of anything. Uh, and the answer is like, always oh, it depends. Um, I mean, I
0: felt like the drill tweet kind of the uh, drunk driving.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny tweet, dude. Do you, what, do you it remember it? No, no, Don't give it to me. It's something like I mean, it's been a minute, but like, oh, drunk driving kills a lot of people, but it also helps a lot of people get to work on time, so it's impossible to say if it's good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty good point. That's a good, a good uh, tweet for sure. But like, in Inherit I, mean, I, a I lot think it, it sums
2: it up, you know.
1: Like Joaquin's character is complicit. <laughs> He's not a cop, but he fucking definitely. Captures people who skip their bail, you know, like that's and and the book gets like more into that Like I think part of it is like reconciling your need to connect with people versus your need to like be dominant to make your way through the world You know, it's got a lot going on but one of the things is like that they control the supply and demand Of anyone who wants an escape from American life because they sell drugs while running the rehab when you do too many drugs So it's like the golden fang is like that, you know, the criminal, the shadowy criminal enterprise that runs, you know, the the dentist cult that, you know, fixes up the drug addicts, but then teaches them to pray, but also imports heroin. Uh I, why the fuck are we talking about this i feel like i
0: you were trying to uh claim that the cia made california
1: oh yeah yeah but no the oh point is so funny dude so cuz you know like there's like the rich girls going in and out of the clinic like japonica mm-hmm. is the the girl uh that like martin short is like the reason martin short's character gets killed is cuz he was fucking japonica and japonica's dad even though he's like the lawyer for the prostitution cult you know drug smugglers is still in sense that his daughter got wrapped up and it's like an interesting point like i think excel rich parents it's the exact same point it's like the the hyper capitalistic acquisitive nature comes for your own fucking young eventually yeah you know it's pretty interesting yeah but uh fucking the school in Ohio that had in their library like synanon is the best it's now out of circulation which is how i bought it it was just randomly on amazon like i didn't search out an ohi copy yeah but it's uh, a a pro synanon propaganda book that, that was, was in, in the library not God just damn, in ohi but in a private school where exactly where like japonica would have gone because i looked up the school it's a private oh, boarding. Shit. it's the opposite of excel it literally like both sides dude it's like uh it's in like the Valley of Ohio or whatever the fuck they call it. It's just like gorgeous pastoral campus where fucking get this dude. It's mandatory as part of like your first year or maybe your first two years. Every student is assigned their own horse and you have to like take care of your horse every morning and like you learn to ride horses, like as part of the school, which that was kind of what I had. I could actually see Excel at, in a different version, maybe working in some twisted version of that. You don't we, want to. you it. know. They had the miniature horses. They
0: did have dogs at one but, point. Do you know that?
1: I mean, there were dogs when I was there for sure.
0: No, like kids.
1: Oh like, no, got that's, dogs. That's kind of wild. I would have appreciated a dog. I would have loved to have my own dog at Excel, dude.
0: Uh, in the Ken letter, he talks about how the dogs are a giant problem. They just shit everywhere and no one does anything about it.
1: I, I mean, read, I recall now reading that part of the letter and being like, of course that kind of yeah. was the way, but it's like, they're also What When dogs. he says
0: it, yeah, it is like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah. yeah. Guess that was going to happen.
1: Dude, do you remember Miss Nancy's Dalmatians? No, I wasn't there for that. She used to have Dalmatians on deck, dude. Like one, (laughs) definitely one died, and they got a new one. Like it was like her thing. She they loved to have Dalmatians.
0: That makes sense to me. Doug also seemed like you'd like Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miserable fucking animals.
1: Yeah, dude. My grandma had them when I was a kid. One fucking bit me, dude. I buy that. Yeah, that's like all I remember from them. But dude, her one before it died. Not to get too gross, but it would go into the girls' bathroom, into oh, like, no. the trash can that is only in the girls' bathroom.
0: And you want to give the uh, slang for it that they use the Dixelle, Alex?
1: I actually don't remember because I know... Okay, before you say it, because I don't want to go back I to... I mean, I would like
0: never it. say anything like that.
1: Okay, good. Because whatever it was, it's so fucking... They called vo- it the fish tank. God damn it, dude. Fuck. I was going <laughs> to say, I had blocked it out, dude. That's so fucking... <laughs> Ugh. it's fucked up yeah dude i'm not trying to hear that dude that is one thing that excel kind of fucked up for me i mean i guess it's good you know like buddhist monks talk about like to deal with lust just picture like that girls are like fucking biological creatures like they fucking do that. vomited and shit well dude buddhist monks are trying to not be lustful dude but it's like i feel like at excel it was like you also kind of got that a little bit like no offense ladies we love our female listeners obviously yeah uh There was a demystification, I think, on both sides of the gender aisle. uh, Like, I...
0: You know, I knew that they were talking... Whenever it was the part of health class where they were talking about the female (laughs) stuff. But I'm like, whatever. Uh, Honestly, that sounds too wacky. I don't see how it's (laughs) relevant. I don't see how it's possible. And I don't really care. But I don't see how
1: you could prove it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. This is all And then whenever I get there and the guy's like, hey, you got to go clean out this room and don't forget the fucking... Jesus Christ, dude. uh, I'm like
1: they really do what the fuck yeah dude and why are they not cleaning it up dude (laughs) that's the real question I mean god but yeah well that dog fucking did her part dude and then like (laughs) people would be freaking out dude it's like your example where people are like legitimately this is happening in front of me I'm trying to diagram a sentence and Miss Nancy would get mad and be like, you know how people get defensive about their pets and stuff? And She'd yeah. be like, oh, she's a dog. They all do this. Get over it. And <laughs> Jesus. Like, well, you know, I guess. Pretty tight, dude. There was a cute puppy when they got the new one. It, like a Dalmatian puppy is still cute. I guess. Another deranged fucking. I mean, they're beautiful animals. Yeah, definitely. But they're terrible. Are you mad about the new 101 Dalmatians? I remember online, everyone got mad when that uh, I trailer came out. don't have a feeling about it. I think people just get mad at stuff sometimes when it comes out. They're like, what, what the fuck is this? And they then they're do. mad. Like, yeah. what did Emma Stone ever do to anybody? Nothing what, they but should make good They never movies. make fucking 101 Dalmatians again?
0: I didn't see any negative reaction to it. I felt like everyone was pretty excited.
1: I'm glad. there. There are parts of the internet where that's true.
0: Yeah, so the school thing of you know, like w- what I was saying, like yeah, dude,
1: it'd be a paradise. When I was
0: trying to, okay, oh, I would love um, it. My answer to Dan was like a non-answer. Um, like I just explained why the problems were too much, and <laughs> I would never want to interface with them. Like it's just too thorny. I don't have answers, but the closest thing I do have to an answer, and like I don't know, I feel like this is so self-evident, but like it, uh, it, it's flowing through the same tradition in my mind like it's in a category of solutions that i like that you tend i think most of the time to be skeptical of so i'm interested in your thoughts back
1: around dude
0: um is that uh the most important thing is a strong regulatory agency
1: well i do agree with that now
0: if there were random checks If they, whatever your best idea is for full transparency of the state having a keen understanding of everything that was being done, I definitely think that there could be people at the state uh, who are just as fucked up as Jamie or close. Mm -hmm. And so whenever they have the full transparency that they sign off on it anyways, like I I have no... Wouldn't
1: that be a disheartening moment, dude? It would. It all gets out in the open and everyone's like, yeah, we hear you, but we're cool with this. (laughs) dude i'm fucking
0: is is that hard to
1: imagine happening (laughs) in texas not at all dude it seems like all the time when i was there i'd be like wait till i tell the authorities who definitely already know and don't care
0: yeah who are the ones showing (laughs) up to dole out the worst punishment
1: yeah definitely dude that Um, shit must suck like for real people like in jail
0: so that's tough but it but it produces the opportunity you know like it's it's there's a chance that if you have this regulatory agency that you can get in it, like then you have a solution to the problem. Dude, the solution is the get someone in the
1: probability stack when I'm like, when I'm like, just don't do those. Cause they could go bad. I agree with you, dude. It's like, it's not a solution and it could make things worse, but the status quo is not good enough. And it's, there are no more obvious solutions. Like it's like, yeah, a body of people who don't directly make money from this place who understand it and know like the watch signs. I looked up again, I still haven't read the bill, but like I read the kind of bullets on whatever laws Paris Hilton has been like testifying. Probably in from with.
0: the Excel Instagram page. I saw them from there and thought they were interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, if that's where you saw them, that's probably, I read the Excel Instagram page. Like, and I, it's in my feed a lot. I follow that hashtag. So I don't always know what I'm reading. Some, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram's a fucking C uh, like it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's all washes over me. But I just recall looking at the bullet points, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And being like, yeah, this is all pretty good. You it know, is pretty like, good. And it's the kind of thing where,
0: like, you could very easily, like, it stipulates that they have a certain number of visits each year and it stipulates how many of those are random and not announced to the school.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like
2: You can can just so easily see a
0: case where uh, someone dies at a school and then you see a damning article where they're like, you know, they had missed uh, fucking 10 years' worth of state visits and they just didn't happen because the state fell (coughs) fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, but even in that that case, there was a wheel
1: to fall asleep at. Yeah, exactly. Which is, presumes that sometimes they don't, which is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I think all of it's like, all of it is obviously fallible, and uh, more obviously, like, an improvement over the status quo.
1: Yeah. And I think all of that stuff, I, like, uh, in here, the, the way the details work out, I don't really know. Like, I'm not a fucking logistical expert on this stuff. But whenever I see, like, the Paris Hilton law or whatever the fuck, it, I do think, and this may already be happening, I feel like sometimes I insult things that i just don't know they're going on and like people are working really hard on them you know what i mean but like i feel like i don't
0: know dude i were i want to work really hard on seeing what we can do in texas for this
1: yeah dude i think we like it's that like might a- be,
0: uh having a you know um some people say that a a, a small group of uh determined individuals can't uh, affect large change alex but i would say that with no a, one else ever has counterpoint
1: yeah <laughs> yeah no well, that's another way of saying conspiracies, dude, are not always bad. Because that's just a small group of people trying to accomplish something. I,
0: I butcher it, but it's a, I think it's an Obama
1: thing. Oh, really? I thought it predated him maybe, but actually I think maybe I stepped does. on it trying to be funny. And, I don't and know. I could be wrong. I, was, I thought I was tossing it up and <clears> you were already on your way. And uh, I just, as with so many things, dude, it could have been better if we rehearsed. Uh, but, uh I think, okay, these schools should be outlawed, dude, but you still have to have places that help kids. But all of these laws, dude, it's not obvious to me that they shouldn't just apply at any school or any place where kids are. So, like, the kids at the border, the fucking any kid in a residential anything, if it's just, like, random visits, they get to call people, whatever, put the poster up with the hotline number, all that shit. It's like, you know, as a labor lawyer, I'm under no illusions that a poster with a hotline is, like, changes everything but it does i've also been a worker in a, a place of work and seen the poster and be like at least i live in a state where some people have thought about this and at least like pretended to do something man
0: matt Brunig's dad talked about one of the guys at the warehouse called the poster what and it was like the company number
1: oh, oh like he called the, the actual number yeah oh okay and uh,
0: he was fired like two weeks later Dang, dude. <laughs> they just like the the guy on the other end of the hotline like calls up his boss. He's like, "Yeah, you got a problem down there, bud."
1: Yeah, I would be a liar if I said that never happened, dude. I mean, it definitely does. Those aren't the posters that are mandated by law though. You're or, right. Or it actually could be a version of it where if like their EEOC whatever they decided to have their own hotline. Yeah. And then that that shit can happen. But that's dumb, dude. Like I would tell a client, don't do that. Like don't get a hotline that does that because it's you, Matt Bruning's dad is gonna fucking tell an anecdote and no one's going ever gonna call that hotline again, dude. Yeah, it's like what are you doing this for? And then it, like the whole point of it is to defend against lawsuits. But it's like you just say like, well, did anyone call the hotline? Yeah, this guy who got fired. And then it's like, all right, you, your defense is not really there anymore. Like the hotline defense, you, you don't get credit for having the good hotline if you then fire people from it. That's like frustrating to me. That's like too clever by half shit. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, it it does happen all the time. I thought you were going to say he was going to explain like what the posters meant to him and stuff. And I was like, I that's, that would be interesting too. No, uh, yeah. Cause I think my perspective might be a little more theoretical, even though it was when I was younger, you know, pre law school. I remember the posters in the bookstore when I worked in the bookstore, like uh, being like, yeah, I guess if I do get hurt, like something happens. That's better than nothing. Like I felt good about it. I don't know. Good? It was nice to know the government cared.
0: Yeah, no, uh I just remember I, I dated a girl who worked at a Michael's, you know, the of course. Yeah. Um art supply place. And uh I was with her in the break room once and she pointed to one of those posters and she was like Do you know who that is and i was like no and she's like that's michael <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind that's so funny too <laughs> really it hadn't occurred to me he was a man
1: that's funny dude I, until you're saying this now yeah it's just michael's but <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny uh, dude i love doing that with like other i've never done it with michael's though like or a store i think but like i think the simpsons like as with many bits like did do this first but where you're like watching a movie and you're like oh that's die hard like you know but you get it wrong it's kind of funny yeah, yeah no one yeah. in the movie is named die hard yeah but you just say the protagonist is the title kind of feel like it's a similar vibe going here i with think michaels.
0: uh jake is often referred back to uh, run die hard run uh, which he yeah, yeah, said yeah, was yeah, yeah. a Seinfeld bit, and then someone once corrected him, and it's like uh, Mad About You or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one, I think Mad About You came on after Seinfeld. For a it was,
0: it was something like that. Where what, like, yeah,
1: dude. There's a part <coughs> in speaking of Seinfeld bits. I think, but that is a good
0: bit. Imagining I, someone in the theater yelling "Run, Die Hard, Run" is hilarious. That is a good bit.
1: I agree. I'm just remembering that Seinfeld bit where the way they showed that George was miserable with like his fiance and stuff was that she wanted to watch Mad About You every night. <laughs> 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 it's a pretty sick way to like clown on your time slot. Neighbor. Yeah. Like they ended the episode with like George just like looking suicidal as the theme song like played <laughs> like as they were in bed together. Pretty funny, dude.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's yeah. great.
1: That's funny, dude. I feel like now Seinfeld friends are the ri- that's the rivalry. Like, you know, when you hear people talk, you know, like the Seinfeld 2000 account.
0: I mean, I feel like most people like both.
1: I think there's like, I don't know about the friend side, but like, you know, that account the Seinfeld 2000, like, uh, yeah.
0: Like what if Seinfeld was today, that thing or something else?
1: Yeah. But it's like the second coming of those. So like there was, okay. the, the guys made like some Buzzfeed guys did that unironically. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were just like, yeah, wouldn't it be funny if Jerry got an Uber or whatever? Mm-hmm. And some like random guy in Canada like lost his mind at being upset that people thought that was funny. I think, yeah, so then, I feel that he just made an account where he just like tweeted, What if Jerry get iPad like over and over again? <laughs> and like it ended up, it was very funny, dude, for like several years. He wrote a novel, but it got like taken down because it like used too many Seinfeld like intellectual property characters. Uh, but anyway, his big thing is he fucking he he acts like he's derangedly obsessed with Seinfeld and Jerry and stuff, mm-hmm. and equally passionate he hates Friends.
2: Okay, <laughs> like,
1: pretty tight. <laughs> uh, so he's just like constantly like anytime a meme is going around, like he'll turn it into like an anti-Friends meme. You That's know. good. Yeah, I, I like that. I haven't checked the account in a while, but I hope he's still I'm gonna doing go, it. We uh, go seek it out right now. Yeah. This is a a follow good,
0: that could be a big of the deal best for accounts him.
1: I think ever on twitter you know i again, I haven't checked it in a minute for all I know he's all right right now, but it' a very good account when um, this thing. so uh
0: oh the 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 idea that this guy would be excited that I'm now following uh, Seinfeld two thousand um Matt Brunig, who we previously mentioned, uh, yeah, he'll uh, retweet like the Cobre Tate expanded universe. What is that? Uh, this like just the the people who say things like you know, um, I used to be a beta, wasn't rich, but now I just make my own. Is
1: luck. Tate the bald guy who was like you know with J- Jordan Peterson's daughter for a minute? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That guy's the fucking man, dude. You know about that guy?
0: I I think that... Let me make sure that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like this
1: dude? He's like in Europe. He looks like that guy, like a GTA character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the same guy, dude. Because you know Jordan Peters, obviously. His daughter, uh, for a minute, left her husband... And then was in Europe. Dude, his daughter is a total chaos dragon, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of his theories make sense now. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So she, like, you know, went with, and and then she was, like, uh, he was posting pictures of them together. Because, dude, if you're rocking around with Jordan Peterson's daughter, dude, get the fucking RTs.
0: I see now he's a 34-year-old from Chicago. I wonder if he was born in the same hospital.
1: Interesting, dude. I thought he was like an Eastern European guy. Two sides of the
0: same coin.
1: I consider you
0: kind of like... He is an American-British kickboxer.
1: Interesting, dude.
0: Uh, but, yeah, so he, you know, there's like this uh, universe of people who just their Twitter account is like, I'm rich now. It's all about mindset. If you follow my tweets and send me money. Buy my
1: ebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. you'll get it. Those guys rule, dude. <laughs> they, they I do. like to like just spend like a half hour on one of their accounts like every nine months or something. You know, Ooh, like I,
0: I just like following
1: them. Yeah, I can't take them every day. I just like a nice concentrated, dose, you know, periodically.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna read you several. All these are ones that this dude retweeted of himself nothing wrong he with does that. that all the time nothing wrong with that want to make more money give more value not true yes as a man it's fucking war yes. disrespect is not taken lightly Fuck yeah! In some, in some cases this means death
1: that's right that's true dude <laughs> that's definitely true
0: yeah that's why i'm saying it is because yeah. of how much i agree with it
1: i might follow him after all of this
0: emotions are a distraction. Fuck how you feeling. Ooh, I don't agree with that. Professionals get the job done regardless of how they feel.
1: Kind of true with respect to the definition of professionals, but men need a mission. Without true. a mission, you true. have men
0: who are depressed. True. Doesn't matter what you're doing, always be building
1: kind of a good point dude they're all good points these are great points dude. uh but yeah so uh so brunick's just agreeing and yeah, yeah. saying other people should brunick's see brunick's just trying to
0: make make some good points I've, uh, and yeah. so he's retweeting this dude all the time and i'm dude, like brunick
1: clearly has a mission dude yeah when he wants more money he starts another podcast or whatever makes more value uh makes more value uh what's the other one
0: uh Fucking he doesn't take disrespect right
1: he got fired uh, for not being disrespected or whatever.
0: I don't think that that's an accurate reading. Um, why do you care what another person thinks? That person won't have your regrets, nor do they give a fuck about you. Just do what you want. Nice, dude. So he's retweeting it, and so I'm seeing these and like cracking up every time I every time I see him on the retweets, and I'm like, this isn't enough. I just got to get these <laughs> yeah, straight. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah. I go and follow him, and like within a couple minutes uh the dude hits me up
1: no fucking way dude yeah dude game recognizing game dude of course he says uh was like yeah we were born in the same hospital probably
0: hey bro thanks for the follow i appreciate it nice dude that's great and i was like uh i did did, dude uh because it was fun so far uh so i say don't even mention it brother i look forward to your content
1: great great response
0: then he says bro i've got a telegram channel would love your feedback
1: oh whoa is he chasing you for cloud dude
0: I mean, I think he saw the follower count and was like, yeah. this is an account to be respected.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, the first one sounds to me like sometimes if I retweet a rapper or whatever, I'll get a DM just being like, thanks, man. But it's like, I'm pretty sure that's just like marketing. But I think he's cloud chasing you, dude. No way he's asking for feedback like that. Dude, did you give him feedback?
0: No, dude, I was out at that point. I was oh, in too man. deep. I dude, didn't you say anything to it. Watch his channel. Give I'm not going feedback. to
1: uh i'm I, mean, I have to join fight, telegram did i do something with my mic
0: i don't know it doesn't look fucked up to me okay
1: you're not on telegram dude what are you even doing dude are you on clubhouse
0: no but i was one of the twitter accounts that gets the twitter thing actually Ooh. i did have to join clubhouse
1: Ooh, okay. Okay. oh okay okay oh dude i got a big time update for our tech listeners dude <laughs> What the
2: fuck does that mean? (laughs) I
1: learned something new today. Yeah. Uh, Because I think the other week when we were talking about airlines, you know, we were talking about NFTs and I said that they're basically Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Dude, NFTs, get this the opposite of Bitcoin, dude. Bitcoin is fungible. NFTs, non fungible. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking, dude. Bitcoin is fungible. Is NFTs it? are non fungible. Yeah. That's what I told you. I was it doesn't watch-
0: matter which Bitcoin you have, they're all worth the same. That's, I think that's is what that what the makes point Bitcoin, you're
1: making? Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. makes it fungible. Yeah. Whereas the tokens are not non fungible. Because I told you I was watching Lawyer YouTube, dude. And a guy had a, what I, I watched like the first minute. I turned it off.
0: <laughs> it's just all <laughs> stuff that's recorded on the blockchain. Did. Yeah. It's dude, just a- once he
1: said that, I was like, we're done. Like, I learned that Bitcoin is not fungible. Er, is fungible. fungible. I'm not going to learn what blockchain is today, dude. That's when I clicked off the video. But I'm going to learn what blockchain is pretty soon.
0: Saying that Bitcoin is fungible is like missing the top 400 most important things about Bitcoin.
1: Really? Interesting. I I think. I mean, it's the only thing I know about Bitcoin. (laughs) That's awesome. Please don't forget. It's it's fungible, dude. Thank you for the tech update. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Um, So I, I I would think it's obvious to you at this point that we're only doing one episode. Yeah.
1: I was wondering, but I it did become pretty clear to me, and I'm okay with it. My real question was: Are we going to make that clear to the listener? Uh, but we, I mean, I guess we, I guess we have. I guess it's too late. Did. What about episode notes, dude? What do you think? Do you think there? I think there are probably people who are used to the two every week at this point.
0: Um, yeah, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. They'll figure it out. Well, if they listen yeah. this far, there you go. And dude, if you were disappointed by the lack of uh, heads up in the comments, thank you. You obviously fuck with the show, and we really appreciate your support.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so I, I don't know if you have other points of business. I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of good shit in here. A lot of stuff I really want to talk about. This is kind I of a looser
1: I, episode, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like it's about as loose as all the rest of them.
1: Yeah? Um what? No, I felt good about it.
0: But uh, so I I think that there's still probably like things left to say, probably meat on the bone on some of these topics. I think, Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So I don't know.
0: I don't. I don't want to like if if stuff occurs to me, I don't want to make it. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at the yearbook again, and the 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 big class of 2003 page. It says class of 2003, and it's got a picture of all of them. And under the picture, it says. Live as if you were to die tomorrow. Learn as if you were to live forever. I love Mahatma it. Gandhi.
1: <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Dude, there are <laughs> wild quotes in there. There's so many. There, there's one where I, it's definitely somebody was putting it in there for their yearbook, GF or BF. Oh, that is what I wanted to say, dude, before like the small loops to close. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We kind of made it seem like there was a one-to-one ratio, but as some of my anecdotes make clear, don't go looking in your yearbook or if you're an Excel parent, wondering if my kid is listed as an Excel staff member, that means they were engaging in this. There's a looser structure than that. We're not trying to put everybody's business out in the street about because I was thinking about that, dude. No one who had a yearbook BF or GF, I don't think today that is their significant other. So it could be weird to hear us talking about like your high school sweetheart like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just think they were all beautiful relationships. Man, and I hope everybody. I haven't really looked you know, at this yearbook
0: crew thing until now. Some of the people who were on the crew aren't on this, and I yeah, assume that's what I'm saying, dude. Because,
1: well, oh, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, it wasn't on my list, but it did occur to me. Like,
0: I don't know how they were <coughs> more busted than some of the people I do see on this.
1: I think there may be a whole shadow class at Excel that is not in the yearbook because I'll tell you why. There were consent forms about whether or not parents gave their consent for Excel to use their kid's image in marketing and brochures. Yeah. And I don't know if it extended to yearbook or newsletters, but I think that it did. I feel like they
0: probably would have had to ask about, can we put them in the yearbook?
1: Yeah. And I think uh, some parents said no.
0: Yeah, i bet it wasn't. The well, shadow class seems like a especially sensational like, way like, of like, phrasing
1: that concept. I but agree, sure. dude, but I'm already starting X-Men Trouble Teen Industry School, <laughs> uh, so we have to have the shadow class, obviously, for the more clandestine missions that we can't <laughs> X-Men tell Cyclops shadow about. class? Yeah, dude, that's what the X-Force has turned into. I mean, anyway. Okay. Uh, sorry to go too far in that direction. But uh, fucking... Cause my parents did not consent for my picture to be in shit, but I was over 18 by the time this was coming out. And this is what I remember. I mean, I may be making this up, but while, cause you know, there's recycled newsletter pictures in yes. the yearbook. And I, I, I seem to remember putting myself in things because we needed the content and I was expected to, and thinking to myself, well, my parents didn't consent for me to do this, but I guess because I'm an adult now, it's my decision, but I have to say that I'm okay with it. And I really felt coerced, like into yeah. my likeness going on You didn't on want there. this? Of course not, dude. I'm still, I struggle hard with the shame of like being associated with this, but I don't think anyone should feel ashamed, but like, I know that people do and I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that really does get to the fact that it's like, Even if you were technically an adult there, it was still a wildly coercive environment. So I remember being like, I don't want my picture anywhere near any of this shit, but also at the same time being like, it it is insane to think that I would be like, yeah, keep me out of this. (coughs) Yeah. But that's why I think there are some missing kids. That's what reminded me of all that.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Nah, I mean, the person I'm looking for in this particular (coughs) thing is uh, certainly over 18 and in the group that you're talking about. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just misremembering exactly how involved he was in yearbook or maybe uh, fallout around the yearbook incident we were qua- we uh, described in an earlier episode. Uh, Damn, huh? I
1: want to know. So, he was college program?
0: We can talk about it after.
1: I don't think college program kids got listed as yearbook staff, did they?
0: Well, then what do you say about uh, this man right here?
1: Oh, dude, of course. Yeah. I mean, for the listener, TC pointed to a picture of me. But is there anyone else? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, that's who I was thinking of. That wouldn't be pictured, but there he is. So, all right. <laughs> Boom. I, it's the incorrect.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, so I, th- I think that we're uh, most of the way through here, but you have yeah, not yeah. Uh, tied up the loop on the uh, stripper. In, oh, uh, dude, yeah. I Orleans. just wanted
1: to say, dude, they agree. I think they agreed with you when you were saying like as performers because those fucking, the women's club came in. There's like 50 women and they're all wearing like bowling shirts. With like their nicknames in into the strip club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first I thought So you're yeah, at a daytime strip club. Well, it's a strip club. It's yeah. open during the day. It's on Bourbon Street, so it's like Yeah, no,
0: I that's it, what I mean by daytime, daytime strip shift.
1: club. Yeah, yeah. It's during the day for sure. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying it like only open during the day. That'd be like, weird. If those exist, that's kind of cool, but weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah 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 so it's like basically empty that's why i was saying like so we were talking to the strippers a lot more mm-hmm. and they actually i think were enjoying talking to us i really do uh i the, mean i think that they weren't getting that much money from us i think that by
0: and large like like i was drinking cranberry juices with any of that shit dude like have you ever done something that like have you ever done something that was like 100 percent fake like ever like, I if you're showing up commute. at work and, like, the job is to be friendly, like, I don't think it's to fake being friendly. I think it's to be friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as someone who had uh, many jobs where that was part of it, you can definitely tell where you're like, oh, sick, I actually like this person. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I understand. But
0: I, I just say like, i like, I know, like, all the cynical points and I know that I was making the jokes about, like, yeah, along yeah. those lines it's earlier. It's not important
1: to me how much these strippers liked me.
0: That's fine. fine, but I'm just, like, just to the earlier conversation of, like, who's cool, newscasters or strippers, I think that strippers, like, a, a like a requirement to the position is that you be able to, like, appear engaging to people, and I don't think that that can, like, really be fully faked. I think it's a lot easier... To just like be the kind of person who is legitimately interested in yeah, others. I, no,
1: I fully agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and like I think that is a skill that is common in the profession. Like not universal, yes. uh, but like, and that's cool. It's that's a that's a group of people I want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. It which also, is
0: why I don't leave strip clubs. Just there <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it, it,
1: yeah, yeah. It correlates no. with extroversion and openness to experience. You know, which tend to make for fun people. Yeah. Uh, that's what so i was asking her because i I, the women's club were not it wasn't a lesbian's club it was but it was like they were raunchy women you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so they like they would get lap dances and stuff sometimes but it was more like they're giggling everyone's like aren't we aren't we being wild versus like it's like i've seen women get lap dances where it's like they're getting them the way dudes get them like they weren't these women weren't you know what i mean Mm-hmm. It was more like a bachelorette party vibe, I would say. Uh, but with like almost bikery ish women, and they were from Oklahoma. Uh, and so I was asking the stripper, like, how do you feel about that when you see them come in? Because like they knew that. Like there was like the crowd, they were like, yeah, this crowd comes here like every year or like whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, do they tip better? And she was like, no, they actually don't. And I like fucked up. Yeah, and she was like, Women actually they don't tip women are considerably worse tippers in the strip game. That makes sense, Uh, actually. Yeah, I guess. You know? They
0: probably view like I saved you from having to grind on some (coughs) sweaty guy. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, they also I think go less, even the ones who go. They don't really know the deal. And
0: they're certainly not like getting lost, like spending 10,000 without meaning to.
1: Yeah, and like, I think there's a certain kind of man who literally the act of giving their money to a a woman is pleasurable.
0: That like, got drunk, passed out, and woke up with like an $18,000 bill.
1: Dispute that shit. I mean, come on
0: now. Obviously. (laughs)
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, That still is funny for that to happen to someone. Uh, Yeah, I don't think there are many women who are like, the main thing that I do, I, I have 400 extra dollars that I make a week that, I, I don't need for my bills or whatever, and I give it to fucking Candy. <laughs> and I, I fucking live for that shit. Like, there are guys who are like that. And 100%. I, so, of course, men are better tippers because yeah. all almost all of those guys are men. Like, or all those people are men. Uh-huh. Uh, but the stripper was saying, like, to your point about, like, them being performances, like, artists... And enjoying, you know, like their own job and their interactions. That's what she was saying. That's what Alita was saying, dude. She was like, "They don't tip as well, so if they came in all the time, I probably would like come to like really resent it because I am working." Uh, but they know what it's like to have a woman's body, and so I hear them when I'm like doing wild shit on the pole. Were like making my ass clap in a way that like I had to work pretty hard on, like, and I hear them being like, "God damn, dude, look at the way she's making it clap, dude." It's like men don't talk; they're not appreciative like that, and they don't appreciate it like that. It's hard; it's fucking hard to do this shit, and so I really like that. And I was like, "That's that's like a super interesting perspective." It is. Uh, you know i'm glad we had this talk dude like it, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was a fun time
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh,
1: yeah 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 and then we never went back dude because the boys didn't want to go like the bachelor party got out of control and like the critical mass just never came back hmm. but i that's what i was saying like i like you know it's it's i was worried the reason why we originally brought it up but you weren't saying newscasters are cooler than strippers but I will say that other newscaster that I know was definitely the kind of person at the party where you're like talking to them and she's looking over your shoulder to be like, is there a cooler person at this party that I could get more out of talking to? You strippers know aren't I mean?
0: going to do that to you, dude.
1: I mean, they might if you're not ponying up like yeah. the way you should be, but, but that, then that's, your that's fault. at work, dude. Yeah. You know, it's not a social. I guess like newscasters treat socializing like work. Strippers socialize as work, you know? And I know who's honest.
0: Uh, You know what I'm saying? One more senior quote for you. The quote's not funny. It's uh, (laughs) art washes away from the soul the dust of the everyday life. Uh, But inside the quotes, it says Picasso. And then says the student's name outside the quote. A classic Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) Oh,
1: no way. (laughs) That rules, dude.
0: I know. I mean, you know, years before The Office is on the air.
1: Wow. Although, okay.
0: They quoted themselves quoting Picasso.
1: (laughs) That is amazing. However, I have a question now. Uh Uh-huh. Why is everyone else on the page that says Senior Quotes saying goals? It's titled Senior Quotes. Everyone else is just saying. How is
0: that confusing to you, dude? I
1: wa- I made the yearbook, dude. I don't Whenever someone at
0: use. Excel asks you what's your senior quote, you better be telling them what you're gonna do for your parents.
1: I mean, you should just hit them with the Serenity Prayer, dude. That would be funny. Or the Jesus <laughs> prayer or something.
0: God, that would be good.
1: But it's like it does seem like this one person didn't get the memo and it was like I mean a couple
0: of them are I'll give you
1: a full quote. Yeah. I don't none of the rest of them look like they're straight up like People will forget what you say, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Maya Angelou, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> like,
2: you know, yeah.
1: that's pretty tight, dude. Yeah. Also, the the font setup. What is? How many fonts can be on one spread, dude? I
0: mean, that was your call, and that's yeah. the decision you decided on.
1: I don't know if it was my call, dude. Look at this, dude. dude this is funny, dude. If only I could beat Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah. If, like that has to be like an inside joke, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean he was I, he was involved in the crew, right? Oh
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's on the crew. Yeah. Also looking at this picture, I will say another thing, Pro Excel. you know I, not that I want to start a new topic, but a lot of kids kept wearing their chains at Excel. That was tight. It's like I think there was more kids wearing uh, like chain necklaces more boys wearing chain necklaces than at any other place i've ever been in my life well
0: then i think that those places were less cool
1: i agree dude i mean looking at the video like a lot of kids would rock their chains a lot dude i mean it's the only thing you can bring in yeah
0: you could be like if you were like hey mom send me my favorite fucking jinkos you're getting in trouble
1: send me my cross dude send me my chain yeah
0: they were sending you yeah, they would they would be they would do that for you? Pretty tight, dude. It was pretty tight. Let's bring
1: that back, dude. Well, dude, obviously when we shoot the pool party video, the chains are going on. <laughs> Constant. I mean, they chains. have to. I mean, people think you know. I could see how it's uh, appropriation. You know, if we're making music videos and like saying we got to wear chains, but it is my culture as an Italian guy from New Jersey. Yeah, like, all aquatic's must involve chains. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um all right man uh i think that's that that feels like an episode yeah
1: i have no idea for all i know this is four hours long how long has this been three and a half yeah that's fucking long as shit dude okay this is that classic banger dude
0: well i just mean like you have any more that you wanted to get off your chest before i hit stop no
1: i thought we were rocking like maybe two hours and i was like it feels a lot longer because i thought you would have stopped so we three and a half yeah that's nice dude okay yeah dude no one can predict us